Oh, Whoa. prepared as always. I told you. I told you. Here we go. I swear. <laughs> Holy shit. How many years have we been doing What this? is going on? Oh, you movie. Lover. Loving. Whatever. Badasses. <laughs> Woo! What is going on? It's your boy, Fat Samurai Guy, up in the hazy with some lady some, some bad dumb, blood. Some dumbass. <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of badasses watching us right now. I'm seeing a lot of beautiful, sexy people. Hello out there, all you beautiful, sexy people. Let's see who is here. Let's do the roll call. But we love uh, hanging out with you guys. We're going to be talking movies, pop culture, all that fun stuff today. Going to do some movie reviews. This is. I decided to do this. She agreed with me. She said, let's do it. Because we've been lagging on doing movie reviews together. Because of scheduling conflicts and all that stuff. It, so it I was just, just like, you know just, what? Fuck it. Let's just do one stream where we could talk about uh, some movies. We'll just throw them all together. Let's see. Who do we got in the house? We got Tyler in the house. What's going on, brother? Saverio. We got John Martinez. That's right. We starting the ruckus. Oh, shit. Jason Willard. This is the right channel for the Blood Orgy Dance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, getting a little glimpse there. Oh, 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 I, I, hey, hey, now, hey, hey, it's for my eyes, god damn it. What is going on, everyone? Who else we got? We got Heather in the house, T Mo, uh, Adam Evans, the Asian, this should be Asian. <laughs> I need new glasses, the Assassin King, Bob the Burgle Cut. That's right. The only burgle cut that's allowed here. That's right. Brad in the house says, Lady Fablet has graces us with her presence. <laughs> Timo, I already said, shout out for Timo doing it again. Jacob, what's going on? Jonathan, what is going down? Uh, Brad, don't get them all worked up. You guys got a review to do, damn it. <laughs> that's right. That's right, Adam. Adam knows what's going on. But it's good to see all of you guys. Thanks again for hanging out. Well, that's on a Saturday evening, and we had, we you know, we might be here for a little while, but we got a little bit of drink a drink. We got the the Viking mug here. That's right. This was not planned uh, for today because uh, for tonight's stream, but y'all know I love me some Viking stuff. But did I love the Northmen? We're gonna talk about that. Let me get to what what is in here. What concoction? Okay, all right. So I'm gonna go off on a little side. Well, what's in the drink? I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get into it. Oh, okay. Why? What's in the drink? So, growing up in the '80s, because I'm an old fuck. Um, there was a show that ran for 11 seasons. There was a sitcom called Cheers. Right. And it, it started, I think, in '82. And it ran for all of my childhood. And uh, for 11 years, the show was on. And I was too young to really give a shit about it. And it was yeah. always on when the adults were watching it. And I remember I the it. Same way. Yeah. I remember it. But I never really gave a shit about it. And there was a spinoff for also 11 seasons called Frasier. I never watched Frasier when it was on. But I eventually gravitated towards Frasier. Mm -hmm. I remember the characters of Cheers. But I never really watched like, I was never invested in Cheers. I remember watching episodes of Cheers, but I didn't really like Cheers. Yeah. But I, I ended up watching after when it was in syndication, I watched Frasier. Well, recently, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give Cheers a shot. Cheers is on Hulu. Cheers is about to get ejected from Hulu. Yeah. 
And um, I'm like binge watching Cheers. And I, I was like, you know what? Cheers is kind of funny. Well, they keep mentioning this drink called Irish coffee on yeah. Cheers. Mm -hmm. And I looked up Irish coffee and I'm like, oh, shit. I want to make me some Irish coffee. Mm. So, bam. Ooh. Irish coffee, uh, yo. You you killed it. You <laughs> slayed the dragon. You slayed the dragon. But this is some good shit. It's, mm. it's pretty damn good. It's really oh. easy. It's really easy to make. Oh, baby. Really simple to make. I'm ashamed that I've uh, never made it before. Really good. So, oh, yeah. But, yeah. Congrats. Thank you. Congrats. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm so happy this drink tastes so damn good. So What's going on, everybody? What is happening? Who else we got here? More badasses showing up. Oh, shit. <laughs> Jason, be careful. Wait, Pablo, you might get demonetized. He's <laughs> talking about your dance. Nah. Let's see here. Uh, <laughs> the Adam's a fan of Irish coffee. And you could drink this cold as well. Um, I don't see why not, but I, I, I can see why you like if it's better warm. This is like a really hot. this is a really popular East Coast drink. Mm. And you know, it's East Coast, son. Yeah, it's colder over there. Hey, it tends, uh, it tends let, to be colder. Let us uh toast a cheers to all the badasses watching us right now. The movie Dojo Army. Cheers, everyone. Raise the cup. Raise your cup. Raise your cup as well and clank it. Bam. That's it. The earth has shook. All right, now let's talk about some movies here here we go all right let's get into it here let's go do the movie review catch up so we're going to talk about these three films and uh give our thoughts on it and rate it and then after that uh we got we have a little bit of a little bit more time left to hang out with you guys to answer questions it's kind of this is kind of a live q a too um and then we'll talk about our uh what we think about the obi-wan tv series the tv series i'm so old the obi-wan <laughs> series so on, far. On that Disney Plus, on Disney Plus, uh, we'll give our thoughts on episodes one, two, three. So remember, tonight is a little spoilery, but not major spoilers. It was minor spoilers for uh, tonight's stream. Just give me a heads up. Uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and jump into it. Now, Did what Disney cartoons did you watch growing up? Uh, what, what was the big one? I didn't because I did not have the Disney. We were too, I didn't have a Disney channel growing up. I didn't have Disney Channel growing up. Right. Um, when I was at my cousin's house, <laughs> yeah, I remember the irritating intros to Ducktales, Gummy Bears, and Ugh. and Tailspin. Okay, right, um, right. I remember all and and Chippendales. It was the Disney afternoon. Part, of the, part of the Disney yeah, afternoon. Thing. I remember mm -hmm. all of the intros because my cousins, my my cousin had the my two cousins had the Disney Channel. Yeah. So I remember when the cartoons would come on, right, like they'd right. be on, but I didn't really watch them. Like I didn't like any of the shows. Right. So I didn't right. watch any of them. Right. Okay. So okay. I knew of them. I knew that they were a thing. Come on. But I didn't have. Come on. You didn't even like Darkwing Duck. I. I. Let's I, get when, dangerous. When Darkwing Duck was on, like mm. if I ever had the, if I ever had the opportunity to watch Darkwing Duck. Right. That right. was the only one I would watch. Okay. <laughs> Look at that. Early so. Batman fan much? So. Batman fan not even knowing she's a Batman fan yet? Yeah. Uh, but, um, you know, yeah, Samurai guy. Little Samurai. I watched a lot of... Uh, thank you, Jacob. Um, I watched a lot of uh, the Disney the the, the, the cartoons, but uh, I guess DuckTales the most. Even though I, I don't consider myself like a huge DuckTales fan, uh -huh. but... 
Blue the bear, that was my home skillet. You know what I'm saying? Bear necessities, some jungle book. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know why the motherfucker was flying a plane uh, and tailspin. What? <laughs> so I was like, uh, I don't want to watch this. What is happening? Yeah. Right. And uh, Chip and Dale, I watch once in a while. Gummy Bears, that that song. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. That song. Well, we'll you listen to the Gummy Bears song on YouTube. Challenge yourself yeah. if you want. If you want the challenge, that song will, will be with you all week. <laughs> and you'll be humming it, not knowing you're humming it either. It's like, Ugh. yeah, yeah, fuck Gummy Bears. Uh, what's up, Nubis? What's going on, brother? But yeah, I guess it was kind of DuckTales was, the, was, the, was like the most out of that until Darkwing Duck came out. Then I kind of just watched that the most because it just get dangerous. Best theme song ever. Uh, but yeah, we just want to talk about it. Uh, let's see here, just to kind of just show that we have like a not really a huge connection to Chip and Dale. Like we watched a couple episodes, we're aware of it, we know about the theme song. I had and, I had but, so little of a connection to it, I was not going to watch this movie. Yeah, so I know I know <laughs> what you're really asking. Yeah, why the fuck? Yes. If you've been fans of us on this channel for, or just fans of, of the channel for a long yes. time, this is not a movie we would review. There was no reason I I, I was not going to watch this movie. No, I, but, there, there was no reason for us to watch this film. I I he was he had to twist my arm. But to let, watch let, this movie. let me talk about the twist. Yes. So I saw the trailer for Chippendale. I didn't even bother doing a trailer reaction to it. That's how I just didn't give a shit. And I was just like, eh, it didn't interest me at all. And then my buddy, you know, once the movie came out, then my buddy Edgar hit me up. He's like, dude, this movie's wild. You got to check it out. I was like, really? Eh, whatever. <laughs> I love you, Edgar, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, then Sexy Sumo hit up Samurai Guy, and he's like, yo, Chippendale is, is kind of legit, man. It's funny as hell. You got to watch it out. And I was and I was like, uh, I usually trust sexy sumo. I was like, uh, I just it's not enough to get. Uh, I'm I'm a, I'm more alert about it now, you know. But I still I can't press play. <laughs> you know I can't do it yet. I'm holding the remote, mm. but I can't go a blackie. You know what I'm saying? Or a blackie blackie. I can't do it yet, right? Mm. And then it was almost like it was destiny out of nowhere. I got a Twitter alert. A tweet, uh, because I follow this badass on twi- on the Twitters, and the director of the night comes for us, <laughs> Timo, that badass tweeted, "Yo, Chippendales is hilarious. You got to check it out. It's a lot of fun." I was like, "God damn it! Now we got to watch it now." <laughs> That's what it took. Not my close best friends. <laughs> That no, it had to take Timo from the night comes for us to make Samurai Guy watch this. So he's like, "Oh fuck it, we had a free time. We sat down and watched it." And what did you think of Chippendales Rescue Rangers? I mean, I mean, you know, um, I didn't get every reference, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I, I got a chuckle out of it. Yeah, I, 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 it, I was, I was grinning. I, yeah, I got some grins out of it. Yeah. One moment well, broke me, and we can spoil that. I, I like have... it's minor spoilers. We have to at least spoil one thing that's probably not really funny to, to other people, but hilarious. To one us. moment, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, 
fucking broke me. Broker. And it was towards the beginning oh, of the movie. We're going to get to it right now. So, uh, plot synopsis wise, we have the old day hey, Chip and Dale rescue Rangers. We have both buds, Chip and Dale. We get a little bit of a flashback of them getting together, becoming friends, and then trying to get into the industry and starting in the commercials. Well, they, they said stuff it, like that. They set it up that when they're really little, mm-hmm. um, Dale's kind of like the oddball. Right. And, uh, kind of like the nobody gets him at school and chip makes friends with him and when they finally get their own series dale kind of wants to break out and do his own thing and chip's like well you can't you know you're gonna break up the you know you're gonna break up the show and yeah because they're at their the highest of their popularity right and you kind of get the you kind of get the impression that chip is kind of like i made you yeah but doesn't want to kind of like come out and say it but he is kind of saying it but Dale, you know, Dale kind of sees himself as, well, what? Nobody wants, nobody want, nobody comes here to see me. It's all about right. you, Chip. You yeah, know, it's yeah. always been about you. I'm the dumb one. I'm just and, the dumb one yeah, here. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I, yeah. why not just go out and do my own thing anyway? Nobody needs me here anyway. So right. they kind of have that establishment in the, in the group. And so he starts his uh, failed TV show pilot. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Somebody wants out. Oh, no, no. He's just playing. Sorry, kitten <laughs> alert. He's over there playing. Um, but <laughs> we can't have him running, running, running amok out here. We can't have him. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the, 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 uh, failed pilot for Dale didn't work. Uh, the show disappeared, never came back. And now we're basically years later, uh, <laughs> where Dale's just trying to hang on still. He's trying to get them Instagram followers and he's going to conventions. He's got his little booth. He got a 3D conversion upgrade. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of funny. And that that's a, another po- another positive about the film was uh, they do kind of feature all kinds of animation. Mm. It's almost, it's like good or bad. They'll, they'll feature it and they'll talk about it. All different kinds of animation, which we'll get to. We had some claymation. The stop motion. Know, the, yeah. yeah, stop motion yeah. and all that stuff. Uh, which was fun. Uh, but yeah, it's just years later, uh, Dale's still trying to be in the limelight. We got Chip here. <laughs> and this is the scene. This is the scene uh. that broke Lay Fablet and Samurai Guy. We got uh, Chip at this point is in like an insurance salesman. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. All right. So we're we're sitting down. You know, the movie just started and we're kind of we're kind of getting a kick out of it a little bit, right? But we're not on board yet. Until it's just mildly cute. Yeah, it's mildly cute. Yeah, and obviously <laughs> because we we don't we don't have any connection to the show. No, and no. so any of the any of the references are going over our heads. But we're like, yeah, okay, for this, you know, it's like okay, I can kind of, I I get it, I can follow along. Yeah. So so Chip is walking home, and this picturesque Disney looking <laughs> scenery, and it's Disney, you know, s you can imagine it's a Disney type of music playing. It's quiet. It's he's peaceful. Quiet. He's got earbuds in. Yeah. And, you know, he's 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 walking along this picturesque neighborhood and he's walking past this pic- picturesque neighborhood and he walks past <sighs> this house. And I think the house is animated house and talking animated. to him. Yeah. Hey, hello. How you doing? Yeah. And he walks into his home. He takes off his earbuds and out of nowhere laid to rest is playing on his earbuds and it's five <laughs> seconds worth out of nowhere random as hell and <laughs> and i broke 
I broke and Samurai stops and he looks at me and and I die. I literally yeah, die. Because I was like stunned. And because then you, yeah, you you were you were eating or drinking something and then you were like lost. It. I I I like died and yeah. you had to go back. <laughs> and I I I couldn't breathe for a few yeah, seconds. Yeah, Lama God's laid to rest was playing the whole time. So you got so you got to imagine that whole entire time where it's all peaceful and Disney like outside and nice. He's listening to motherfucking Lamb of God the whole time. And then we were like, all right, I got to pay attention now. Like, we got to sit up. And, you know, I broke. Yeah, that was fucking, fucking hilarious, man. I was like, wow. wow. <laughs> but we'll keep it going here. But yeah, not to spoil too much. But uh, we enjoyed uh, most, most, pretty much mostly the film. It was, it was a fun uh, little flick. It was flick. cute. Yeah, it, it was, was fun. It was cute. Yeah. And you definitely get a roger rabbit type of vibe yeah uh throughout the film now is this movie roger rabbit no, no. not to me no i mean it's, maybe it's maybe for um a new generation maybe for new generations it, it could be their roger rabbit um i mean obviously we're biased um no roger rabbit's a better movie <laughs> <laughs> bias has nothing to do with it Roger Rabbit's a better movie, but you, I did get the vibes. I, you know. I got the Roger Rabbit vibes because you have a lot of like tunes walking around yeah. with live action characters. Yeah, and it's no, it's a, it's a normal thing, right? All right, and uh, not to spoil too much, but like I said, there's minor spoilers tonight. But you're going to see a lot of uh, characters you'll recognize. You're going to see a lot of characters you recognize. What? Oh no, oh, okay. uh, but the, I think the the Lama God broke you. Yes. I think this broke me was when they start talking about what happened to Flounder. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh... So, you, so you you find out uh that uh tunes are being kidnapped and basically repackaged to be rebooted. Yeah. And it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. I was laughing my ass off. Uh again, villains pop up. You would not expect to be villains, which I did enjoy. And again, how they kind of showcase different types of animation. They're celebrating it, but then making fun of it at the same time. Uh, you have like really bad CGI <laughs> animation uh, in, featured in the film here. And I love how Chip and Dale were making fun of him. They couldn't stop looking in his eyes. And he goes, what did he say? Oh, look at his Polar Express eyes or something like that. Yeah. They were like, yeah, this is around the time where it looks realistic, but something's not right. Like, they even was, come out. It was not what it was like, the Beowulf animation. Well, uh, well I like I know you like I Beowulf. Like I know. Beowulf. I know, I know. I'm the only guy on the planet that likes Beowulf. I swear to God. It's all it's all good. But yeah, I guess around that time. It's Robert Zemeckis. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, you know... Uh, their buddy here, what, what was his name? The the big guy here in the middle. I forgot what they called him. Oh, God, I've already forgotten. I didn't watch the <laughs> show. I didn't watch the, the show. The big guy in the middle. He thinks he's next to be rebooted. And so uh, our ragamuffins here uh, team up to go on their adventure. And uh, real life becomes a real case. And that's all we're going to say. We're not going to spoil anything anything more. But I'll throw in one more minor spoiler. One of the, one of the big highlights for Samurai Guy was... They called out, they called it out, how all these animated movies, when they get desperate for popularity, they'll have the animated characters rap. And I was like, thank God. <laughs> they uh... called that out. And how that was fucking lazy and bullshit. Yeah. 
great. Yeah, yeah, great. They called that out. I love that. Because it's true. It's true. Why in Shark Tale is Will Smith referencing MC Hammer's Can't Touch This? <laughs> Lazy and bullshit. They don't want to they don't want to create their own rap. They don't want to create something new, right? And that happens a lot with some of these animated movies. So I love how they call that out. So uh overall, hold on a second here, catching up to some of you guys' uh comments. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Y'all know what's up. Y'all know what's up. That's right. That's right. That's right. Hey, I'm not alone. Somebody else. So it's two of us in the entire world that likes Bill Wolf. <laughs> uh, let's see here. All right, let's keep going here. All right, so uh, yeah, a fun time. Definitely a fun time. And we didn't feel like we wasted our time, too. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, oh, God, it's fucking yeah, yeah. horrible. Uh, what's up, Chase? Chase is saying hello. Hi. Uh, it's very likes love. He loves shark tales. That's all. That's all good, brother. Uh, but yeah, check it out. Check it out, man. If us, if us knuckleheads can find some entertainment out of it, you know, if you have Bitnipla, it's free on there. Oh, don't say uh, you love Jessica Rabbit, DJ Newis. You might get canceled. Oh, don't get canceled. You know what? Even though today modern you know, writers could learn a few things from Jessica Rabbit. You know what? I'm gonna just because he did that. I'm going to highlight it. <laughs> we don't give a fuck. We love Jessica Rabbit, goddammit. That's right. Get over it. What? You can be... Get over it, today's generation. You can be... Get over you it. You can be well-written and sexy? What? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, that's it. I want to see a whole bunch of in the chat right now. I love Jessica Rabbit. Let's go. <laughs> Dare I ask what they did with the female team member gadget? It was kind of gross. <laughs> kind of nasty. I ain't going to lie. Do you want to spoil that? And I didn't even care. And it was kind of gross. <laughs> I will spoil it. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. All right. I'll, we we I'll did spoil hold on. it. Let me show the picture one more time so that visually they can have something to look at. I'll spoil it. All right. I don't know the name of the little bug, but he's got, he's got, he actually speaks now. Smooth, sexy voice. She fucks the bug and they have 75 babies and they all look like each other. They all look like the gadget and the bug. I'm not shitting you. <laughs> did you, did you want me to say it again? Her and the bug got together. Mm. They fucked each other. <laughs> and they have like 75 babies. And the babies look like the parents in various yes. forms of each other. Yes. And it's really disgusting. What? He <laughs> what he works at Allstate. All right. <laughs> Whatever that fucking company's, company's called. Isn't that Juju from Major League? Juju or Jubus? I forgot his name. Uh, but there you go. There you A go. family picture. A family picture. Oh my God. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my God. All right. So yeah, overall a fun, a fun time. Uh, there's definitely some goofy moments in there. Uh, but 
uh, let's go ahead and rate uh, Chippendale's Rescue Rangers, a movie we not we would not never in our lives, <clears throat> excuse me, would have looked twice at it. But it took Timo from the Night Comes for Us to say, check it out. Uh, yeah, what are you giving? Uh, C is average on our channel if you're new here. Thanks again for watching, hanging out with us. What are you giving uh, Chippendale? The Rangers that be rescuing motherfuckers. Um, C is average. C is average. That sounds so harsh. You're giving it a C? That's what I'm saying. That sounds so harsh. Oh, wow. All right. I would say B minus then. Okay. There you go. That's, that's fair. That's fail. That sounds harsh. B minus. From Lady Fatblood, uh, Samurai Guy is going to go ahead and give it a B. I think it's worthy of a B. I think it's a, definitely uh, a little bit above average. Uh, a fun little watch. It didn't make us want to kill ourselves <laughs> and go, what the fuck was everybody else smoking? Why does everybody like this movie? Fun watch. So check no, it out. No, Severio. Not really. This was a, this was a fluke. What? It doesn't mean we're going to review more movies like this. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. It's got to. I mean, like, it's got to be something. Detective Pikachu was a fluke. <laughs> like, Sonic, that makes sense because of you. You're right. a Sonic fan. Right. We didn't review that, though. Well, I mean, the first Sonic, didn't we? No. We well, didn't review the first look Sonic. At that. It took us a while to watch that movie. We just reviewed you, re you watch that in the theater, didn't you? No. You didn't? I watched it here at home. Oh, well, shit. Oh, that's right. Detective we, like, Pikachu we reviewed, though. We, yeah, we did mm -hmm. review that. And yeah. that was probably because of me? Well, yeah. Because I'd seen Pokemon a lot. Mm -hmm. like, you were more I, attached to Pokemon than I was. I was just more familiar with Pokemon. But it was a fun movie. It was cute. Yeah. It was cute. See, I think I was falling asleep a little. Special circumstances. But uh, <laughs> that was because I was actually really tired. Yeah. It wasn't because of the movie. Yeah. All right. Let's keep it rocking and rolling. 43 badasses hanging out with us on a Saturday night. Hey, hope you guys are having a wonderful evening or day. Depends on where you're located on the planet Earth. But cheers again for hanging out with us. That's right. I'm going to keep on rocking and rolling. All right. Now it's time to piss off a whole bunch of people now. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Samurai guy, why? You were the chosen you one. You were the chosen one. We thought you had the high ground. Yeah. But we got to be honest here on our channel. We got to be honest, baby boo. We're not sellouts. We got to be honest. All right. So we love the witch, Mr. Robert Eggers. Uh, we are fans of him. Mm. Robert Eggers, we are fans. So far, uh, so good. Yeah, so far, so good. We really enjoyed the witch. Everybody hated that ending. They couldn't, they, they hated the dialect. <clears throat> so it's not for everyone, and that's fine. But we really loved it. I love the ending. Absolutely love the ending. And <laughs> this is really super divisive the lighthouse. We really love the batshit insanity that is the lighthouse. Basically, that movie is two guys stranded somewhere, and that movie opens up the door of insanity and madness. That's all it is. At some point, when you're seeing uh, <laughs> William Defoe looking like he's half octopus, okay, you stop asking questions at that point, okay? Uh, again, a movie, very divisive, not for everyone, but we really enjoyed it. It was something uh, very different. and But yeah, I totally get it if people uh, didn't like, uh, oh, the bots are here. Are you getting rid of them? What are you doing? Are you getting rid of them? That's right. 
All right. He got it. Somebody got it. Let's keep it going here. What's up, nuts for Kaiju? Got some badasses here. All right. Oh, Adam enjoyed the witch and the lighthouse. All right. So we're gonna keep it going. So when I got when I got word of Robert Eggers making a Viking epic, I was like, get the fuck out of here, man. Mm-hmm. I was like, you you're kidding me? Oh my god, I I'm so ex- I'm so excited for this. I'm really excited because I love me some Vikings, right? And sometimes I go as the pineapple Viking. <laughs> it's very rare. I'll, very rare I'll use that name. Uh, but yeah, I love the show Vikings. Uh, I just there's something about it. it's fucking badass. I just love that world. I am no means an expert on anything Viking ish, but I enjoy watching. And there were some other Viking shows that I started watching on Netflix too. But the point is, I love me some motherfucking Vikings. <clears throat> so when this came out, uh, when the trailer dropped, I did a trailer reaction. And I was like, holy shit, people were hitting me up. I was getting so many text messages and stuff like, dude, the Northman trailer, do a trailer reaction, go, please. You know, everyone's hitting me up. People from Movie Dojo Army, some of my best friends, like, yo, the Northman, son, the motherfucking Northman. I was like, oh, shit. So I watched the Northman. I did a trailer reaction, and I was just like, "Jesus!" Like first, first of all, my action boner went up in the trailer because I was like, "Oh my God, it's the modern day Conan the Barbarian!" Oh my God! And y'all know Conan the Barbarian. I got the sword up here, motherfuckers. I got the sword up here, replica. That's my shit. That's my era. That's my shit. And um, I was just like excited. I was like, "All right, yeah, let's see a new." Uh, Conan the Barbarian-esque uh, type of film. The cinematography in the trailer, I was like, Jesus Christ. When they, when they showed Skarsgård just, dr- just drenched with the blood and sweaty and looking all ripped and just, oh man, I think he's buffer in this role than he was at, at, with Tarzan. I think. And um, man, I was like, woo, when you see him catch that spear, turn around, throw it back, what? Get, the fuck? Get out! Get out! Okay? I was so excited. Now, going into the Northman, I was not expecting a nonstop action thrill ride movie because this is Robert Eggers. Mm. Okay. When I went to see the Northman, I did not expect a Braveheart. I did not expect a Gladiator. I did not expect a crowd pleaser. Right. I did not expect that. I wanted to go in experiencing something new, different, weird, which you kind of get a little bit with this and badass which you do get a little bit of it in here unfortunately and i know a lot of you guys are probably gonna we couldn't see the northman in theater and i know this is one of those movies where it's pretty much made to to watch theatrically right but conflicting schedules we're like fuck it it's on demand now we got to watch this movie we've been we've been i've been hyping people have been hyping it up for me I've been hyping it up crazy for her. I'm like, the Northman! Well, right? it wasn't just you. All right. It wasn't just you. No? I, no, it wasn't just you. Okay. I, I saw way too many um, articles on it. <clears throat> yeah. And we had talked about this before. Oh, yeah. Tons of movie of the years. Too many. Uh, there were too many yeah. articles talking about how brutal <clears throat> it was. I saw yeah, like, so this many. Is, like, yeah, like. I this saw, is uh, I like saw, one of the most violent movies of the year. Yeah, it's so brutal. It's so like so. We're like, 
really like oh we were salivating now yeah I i'm saw, salivating i saw so many highly rated articles like uh the, the rotten tomato score was very high yeah and yeah. so i i already had it overly hyped in my mind again i was already a fan of his first two films right so unfortunately it was my fault that i was already too my expectations were too high so that was my fault going in yeah. expecting too much when i hear brutal yeah and violent my brain our standard expects, is very high yeah for brutal and violent and i very forget, high i forget my my brain capacity for brutal film yeah and mainstream capacity for brutal film is very different not the same yeah let's see i forget that Oh, we got uh, Rob in the house, my brother from another mother. What's going on, brother? Hi, What's Rob. Going on? Good to see you, my friend. Cheers, my friend. Uh, you know, I'm tired of apologizing for high expectations. Mm. If you're a fan and you're of a certain product, a, a certain band, a certain director, a certain actor, and you're such a huge fan, and it doesn't deliver or meet yeah, your expectations, I... I don't feel like we should be... Well, it's your fault for having high expectations, Samurai guy. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck that, okay? When you work hard all week and you want to go to your favorite steakhouse and you've been waiting all week to taste that steak and you go in there and the steak fucking sucks, you, you expect the cook to come out? Well, it's your fault you had high expectations for the steak, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, you can quote me on that. <laughs> never apologize for high expectations if you're a fan of something you're a fan of something that's it all right thank you nate dog for backing me up on that that's right that's right that's right and uh yeah hatchet three is more violent yeah. and uh i think anubis is right there up there with us in terms of what we would consider brutal and violent like our level is very high <laughs> it's very high but now, enough of my yakking. Let's go ahead and get into the Northmen. All right, here we go. So a lot of the defenders of this movie, this is what you should be saying, defenders of this film. You should say, hey, I loved it. It was really kick-ass. I'm sorry you didn't like it, but, you know, uh, it's all good. Maybe give it another watch later. You might, you, It might grow on you, but I really love the film. And you recommend it to other people. That's what fans, diehard fans of A plus fans of the of the, the Northmen, excuse me, should be saying to people who didn't like it, right? But don't beat down on other people. Stop this. Stop beating down on other people. You guys fall for Braveheart. You emotional. You're just like all, all you people who didn't like the Northmen. You're all casuals that suck the Mel Gibson dick and Braveheart and the Russell Crowe dick and Gladiator. You just uh, don't become those people, okay? <laughs> Enjoy the Northmen. Get the poster. Hang it up and just fucking represent it. But never beat down on anyone. And we've we've always preached that on our channel. We if we're pissed off at a movie avatar <laughs> we will beat the movie up okay we will beat the movie up but we will not attack an actor or director or fans of avatar if they like it fine okay unless the fans come after me i'm not coming after the fans right unless the fans are going to come after me for sure but hey if you want to hey there's nothing wrong with you know fighting back if you feel like you need to i would ignore trolls yeah but what, I, what i'm trying to say 
is you have the Marvel fan base that sometimes are awesome and sometimes that Marvel fan base goes overboard. You got the DC fan base. Sometimes they're awesome. Sometimes they go overboard on attacking people. And Star Wars, same thing, which mm-hmm. we'll talk about a little bit later in the stream. But when you have artsy fartsy fanboys, <laughs> pretty much being just as bad and attacking other people that don't like the movie, I think we've sunk a new low. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sorry if you're watching right now and what I'm saying is triggering you. But hey, this is our channel. This is what we talk about. You come here for honesty. We're going to give it to you. All right. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, artsy fartsy fans. Just enjoy your artsy fartsy. And we like some artsy fartsy. <laughs> yeah. We're fans. We like slow burn. We have a very open mind for all genres. But I just want to get that out of just, I just want to get that rant out. Stop punching down on other people just because they didn't like what you didn't like. All right. Or, well, you know what I'm trying to say. All right. Fuck them. Enjoy the Northmen. All right. Now we're going to give our honest opinion of it. Number one, cinematography in this movie is insane. This is one of the most beautiful looking movies I've seen in a long time. Beautifully ugly. <laughs> Beautifully ugly. Just, 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 man, I was just like, dude, this is like amazing. Cinematography, amazing. The sound design, guys, the sound design is fucking great. Okay. The acting performances, very well done. We're very well done. I really enjoyed uh, how Skarsgård at times could be very brutal and vicious, but then he can show a very vulnerable side to himself too. Very great performance. Even, um, even there's one scene throughout the movie. It was odd seeing her uh, throughout this movie, <laughs> Nicole Kidman, because <laughs> I didn't know they had plastic surgery available back in the uh, oh, the Viking era. <laughs> uh. It almost was kind of like I think we could have hired another actress, maybe a little bit older or something, that kind of mm-hmm. probably you know make her make her look a little dirty. She was a little bit too clean throughout mm. this movie. But y'all, if y'all have seen the movie, you know the scene I'm talking about. She has this one scene in the film, and you'll know what the scene that it is when you watch the movie. She did great. She she killed it in that one scene. She did a very good job. And it was so good seeing Ethan Hawke used uh, correctly, uh, used appropriately. God, coming off the heels of Moon Knight. Yeah, not wasted in Moon Knight. I haven't talked about my opinions on Moon Knight. I didn't like it. <laughs> Um, Fuck Moon Knight. I I was very disappointed with Moon Knight. Waste, um, waste of time. And and Ethan Hawke was wasted. And uh, having to having to watch him sleepwalk through that yeah. pitiful role yeah. in that show, and then getting to see him, getting to see him in this, yeah, was was refreshing. Yeah. It was like, oh yeah, he's an actor. Oh yeah, watch yeah. him perform. How yeah. nice for him. Yes. Um. So that was that was nice to see him being an actor and performing again. Hmm. So, yes. Uh, I agree with Bob on this scene here. <laughs> when this scene showed up, I was like, oh, this is a comedy. This is a comedy now. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was kind of laughing at it. Uh, but let's see. <laughs> we'll keep it going here. Uh, but, yeah, just a beautiful looking movie. Um, but the sound and the soundtrack, guys. Woo! The soundtrack is really great in this film. So already we're coming out with the positives. 
coming up the positives acting performances cinematography sound design uh the, the soundtrack right we're firing all positives here right now okay but let's go into the plot a little bit here so we got our boy here uh i don't have imdb open right now so all these uh <laughs> oh all these character names i'm not gonna go through all that shit um you did a little bit of research actually after you watched the film and what did you find out um before we go into it it's it's based on uh it's it's basically their own take on uh a, a story right a, a story Folk tale, um, right that uh predated uh predated hamlet right that yeah. inspired hamlet it inspired hamlet check that out and uh it um it it's so it, it does take a lot of of bits of that mm -hmm. and which is fine yeah. and it does its own thing obviously yeah yeah um it's a little more straight it, the the original folk tours, folk tale is a little more straightforward and right, this does right. its own thing in a lot of areas right. of course um which is what you would expect in a film mm -hmm. you know the green knight did its own thing obviously to lesser effect in my opinion this right. did this did its own thing to better effect in my opinion oh yeah this is this this movie's a hundred times better than the green knight it it was you know fuck that movie it, i mean i i one of the things that I, I found a little disappointing about this movie was this was Eggers' more, most straightforward film. This is the most accessible Robert Eggers movie. I found this movie so easy to follow that I was... Were you bored? I wasn't bored. I was disappointed. Mm. I found that he laid out everything that was going to happen. Yeah. Which I, I guess... Maybe folk, did folk that tales, happen in the folktale? Folk, not necessarily, but no? folktales okay. can do that. When you have mythologies and you have soothsayers and you have like like folktales, you have like right. those you have like those seers and you have like those fate tellers and you have like in mythologies, yeah. you have like the ladies who can see into the future and right. you have the fates who can you know the thread carriers who like cut the threads and they you know whatever. So, you know, in different mythologies, they have their own versions of the, the women who can do that. You know, they can see into the future and yeah. they tell you your your fate and all of that. You have different iterations of that in, in, in you know, in, in different myths. Yeah. So they can tell you what's going to happen to your life. And so this movie takes that and does its own thing with it. So it makes sense that this movie would do that. But that's mm. not necessarily what I wanted to see in a Robert Eggers movie. When you have two movies that are so batshit that you don't know what you're going to get. And then you right. get a movie where it's all laid out for you. Yeah, yeah. Except, except they kind of, you, you, you go in and they play with certain things. At first I thought I was getting a movie where, okay, the kid has a dad mm. and a mom. Right. The mom... And the dad, at first you think that they're cool. Right. The dad has uh, the brother. Mm -hmm. The brother betrays the dad. Right. This is all in the trailer. The son witnesses mm -hmm. the dad getting betrayed. Right. The son then witnesses the brother taking the mom away. Mm -hmm. the, 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 he wants revenge. It's a revenge the son, movie. The son has to run away to, right. to, to not be killed. Mm -hmm. The son runs away to far off place 
and right. it swears revenge. Right. I'll rescue you, mother. I will revenge you, father. And I will you, kill he, you, Fjolnir, or whatever his name is. Right. I, yeah. And he 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 mm-hmm. re, he repeats that over and over. So you think it's the makings of Conan. Right. It's, you think that that's what he's going to become. Right. You think it's a tale of, of saving his mother, revenging his father. Right. And it becomes this uh director what's what's the director's name of fucking uh episode uh seven or eight, episode eight star wars oh it's a twist it's a it's a it's a, it's a we're, we're abrams no 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 uh, uh the second the eight the one that everybody hates the the middle last one. jedi yes oh we're, we're Ryan Johnson. subverting expectations right, where right. you find out surprise the mother hated the father right. because she was a slave and he just took her and slept with her and forced her and our heart art her and right. forced her to have a son right. and that's why she was a queen and she just played the game the whole time yeah. and she was biding her time and she begged her father she begged the brother to kill her father and kill the son yeah. and she loved the it's, brother all it's along hamlet. it's hamlet yeah. yeah and she you know and yeah. and at first i was like well okay why not and 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 Skarsgård wasn't really in the right the whole time because i mean he thought he was in the right right but in his mind no he wasn't in the right well is nicole kidman in the right because now Skarsgård's murdered her in the end murdered his little brother in the end right. and nobody was right nobody right. was right the whole time but all right fuck it we just did all the spoilers i was I trying was to saying, avoid there no, this is becoming there. you just told the whole movie i did yeah so fuck it no, I did. minor spoilers has become spoilers no i mean i'm just saying it's like all right the movie. fuck it no no i'm gonna talk about my shit but then no, I'm fuck just, it. no i'm saying it's like the movie yeah, yeah. Go literally ahead. The, yeah. the movie sorry guys because of the soothsayers <laughs> The movie, because of the soothsayers, right. laid out everything you were going to watch yeah. throughout the movie. The movie right. spoiled itself. Ah, good point. And I was like, I don't know if I like this. Right. And right. so by the end of the film, because literally the movie told you, you're going to have to choose between... Uh, Love or revenge. Yeah. Kindness for your enemies or compassion for your kin. And... He does both. And... You're gonna, it's not gonna be about you, it's gonna be about her, and there's gonna be a, a, a king, a maiden king, and and basically hinting that you're gonna have a kid, and right. all of this happens in the movie. And right. and right. by the end of it, he he fucks on you, Taylor Joy. She ends up with twins, a girl and a boy, right? And it's so stupid because I mean, it's all it's all like it 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 plays with the idea that. It's real, but there is actual mysticism in their in their beliefs. Uh-huh. So at one point, he licks her open wound when she gets she gets wounded, and he know he he knows she's pregnant from licking the open wound. Uh-huh. So it's literally like there is mysticism in everything, and it's like this is a work of art, a plus. So you literally have to you ha- it it's like. You have to take it at face value, but you have to suspend your disbelief. Well, now that you brought that up. Yes. I can talk about my issues here. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, guys. So, again, we talked about, we gave this movie already a whole bunch of fucking positives, okay? Uh, Again, we love slow burn. (laughs) We love weird. It's so hard. Okay? Remember that. We're not just the casuals to like Braveheart. Fuck you. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, 
<laughs> There's nothing wrong with liking Braveheart and Gladiator. And the Northmen. You can like all three. Fuck it. All right, here we go. All right. So, <laughs> so back to the plot. Kids wait for the dad, the king, to come home. King comes home. Bibbidi bobbidi boo. And and then Falsa Doom, I mean, uh, excuse me, uh, Fjolnir uh, shows up, arrives, kills the dad, and the, and the kid gets away. All right. So I'm all on board. All the Conan esque moments throughout the film, uh, I was enjoying. I had a smile on my face watching. And uh, as as she said, I ended up watching this movie twice. I wanted to watch it again just to make sure I didn't miss anything. And there were a few things. That I was like, oh, okay, I didn't see that right away at first, but now I see it now. But yeah, like character says something that predicts the future, and then the future happens, and it happens the way that person predicted throughout the entire movie. And I was just kind of like, wow. Like, I didn't notice it at first until you said it, and then I watched it again. But yeah, like as soon as Ethan Hawke dies, Ethan Hawke predicts what's going to happen to the king. And then later it happens. And then later when Skarsgård meets with uh, uh, Bork, Bjork, what the fuck her name is? Bjork. Bjork. And this is, she's not playing a character. This is just her showing up on set. Uh, not while I'm drinking, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> That's her, that was her. That was her outfit to the the gala. <laughs> so when Skarsgård runs into her, she, again she predicts the future, and it happens. You're gonna fall in love. Da, 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 da. Later in the movie, he meets a a he witch. Skarsgård does. The he witch predicts the future, and it happens. This happens to how, how many characters is that so far? Oh, William Defoe. Earlier, I thought he was like playing a court jester in the beginning. He but was. He was like a court jester slash shaman. Yeah. Kind of. Uh, he, William Defoe was great. He's in his element because he's William Defoe. William Defoe predicts that uh, Miss Queenie here is doing a little something on the side. So that's Defoe, Ethan Hawke, Bjork, He Witch. That's four people throughout this movie predict what the plot's going to happen. Now, if the plot didn't happen that way and something goes, you know, arise and it doesn't happen, maybe that would have been a little bit more interesting. But everything, like, you're going to fall in love with the maiden. So as soon as he meets Anya Taylor-Joy, what do you think was going to happen in the movie? <laughs> Falls in love with the maiden? You're going to have kids. Well, he has kids. So it's just kind of like, I don't, I don't know. I, I would have preferred. I would have preferred if the movie just happened. You know, and it's just, I don't know. But let, let's let get to uh, the film here. Let's, go, let's talk a little bit more about the movie. So we fast forward to uh, Skarsgård. I'm just calling him Skarsgård. Fuck it. He's he's a lot older now. He's with, he's with a bunch of bad dudes. He's with a bunch of bad dudes. There's a scene where they just randomly kill fishermen on the side and laugh about it. Like, these are bad dudes. When they go on the raid, they just wipe out everyone. They throw a whole bunch. To those that they're not grabbing to be slaves for fuel there, they're <clears throat> burning. In a, like kids, women, everybody. They don't give a fuck. Burning them uh, in, uh, in, the, in, this, in this hut. So these are like bad dudes. 
Uh, and that, you know, our lead here being around dudes like that uh, doesn't really put him in a great light. And he's just like, oh, he's, he's not a hero. But I like that. I like movies yeah. like that. I like when there's when the yeah, character's none gray. That, none of that was a problem. None of that's a problem. <clears throat> we didn't need our hero to be a goody two-shoes to like him. We totally understand him wanting to go on revenge. Had no issues with that. Had no issues with him being a great character. We actually prefer great characters sometimes a lot more. So we get to the first raid here so they can get some slaves from Fionnir. And this sequence right here, guys... Beautifully shot. There's definitely some good violence there. And the way this scene was filmed, it was like one long tracking shot. And it was just, a, it was gorgeous to look at. And I really enjoyed that. But this is where the movie loses me. After you get something like this, he immediately finds out about Fjolnir not being king anymore. And... Basically, he got fucked over, and now he's just a small-time king that's just kind of a farmer king, really. And he has, like, some servants underneath him. He finds about this immediately, and then he immediately cuts his hair, looks like a slave, gets on the boat, and gets taken to Fjolnir and poses as a slave to get closer to Fjolnir. And on his way there is when he meets Anya. So... I'm, I'm I'm patient with the film. I'm watching it. I'm like, okay, that was kind of fast, but let me uh, let me let me keep watching. You know, I'm enjoying what I'm watching so far, and uh, we're gonna keep it going here. And then, of course, the big reveal later is oh, he meets the he he meets the he witch, and the he witch tells him about a sword, a special sword that was made in the mines of Moria. All right, <laughs> whatever the fuck. And it's the special sword that only could be used at nighttime. And he go, but it's guarded by the mound dweller. You must go to the mound dweller and get the sword from there, the magic sword. So he goes down there, and we get a nice little fun little fight between uh, a corpse, the mound dweller's corpse, uh, fighting uh, the Northmen. And uh, it was visually great to look at. It was a fun little fight, and he defeats the mound dweller with using the moonlight, and he takes the magic sword. Now, she's saying that the movie plays with is it real or is it not? Because right after he defeats the mound dweller and he goes to the ash, it cuts to him looking at the mound dweller just sitting on the throne, and he just takes the sword from him. So is this all in his head, right? Right? Which so the movie kind of gives you that, and I'm I'm I was kind of okay with that until we get to the finale. All right? But okay, but oh 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 but. yes, the sword. Yes. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, so let's let's get closer here. So he poses as a slave right away, and uh, meets the sexy mantis. He meets up with sexy mantis, right? And they give each other the bedroom eyes, oogly boogly moogly, right? And then they, they, you know, they're both slaves. They're both trying to survive, and they're both trying to work together to, to escape, while boning at the same time, right? You know, perks for everyone. <laughs> so here's the thing: I was thinking about the okay, the finale. Okay, let's fuck it, fuck it. Let's just go to the finale. All right, the finale. So he finally fights. Well, the, the sword of the night, sword of nighttime. Well, I was okay. All right, all right. We'll go to the, all right, we'll go to the sword of the night. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. 
So throughout the movie, when he does his assassin killings and starts a ruckus at night, he can unsheathe his sword and do his assassin killings, uh, which some of them were kind of fun. And a lot of them were mostly after the math killings. You find people, intestines falling out and stuff like that, but you don't really see him cut anyone. Uh, but you see him, like there's a scene where Fielner's trying to get with the sexy mantis, and you see, you know, Skarsgård trying to take unsheathe the sword. He can't. And then he gets the fuck out of there because uh, it, st- it was starting to become dawn, so he couldn't do it. So, you know, is it in his head or is it real? Right. And then another guy tries to. So then later, yeah. he comes back. He gets found out. He gets away. He comes back to rescue Anya. He, he you know, well, she gets away. He kind of gives himself up after killing the king's son. And then they straddle him up. And then on the way out, one of the stooges picks up his magical sword that can only be unsheathed at night and tries to unsheathe it. And he can't. He can't do it himself. So that proves right there that all the mystical, magical stuff has to be real, right? Right? I don't know. We're just discussing movies here right now, okay? Cool. All right. All right. So anyway, I'm going with it. It's real. I'm going with it. I don't give a shit. Valhalla is real. Fuck it. Let's go. Like, I don't care. I, I like that kind of stuff. All right. So he goes on his killings. He meets up with his mom. We get the big reveal that she, like you, like you, you know, uh, pointed out that the mom was a slave. She didn't even love Ethan Hawke, and uh, she set the whole thing. She up. set the whole thing up, and feeling there just had a bigger dick. All right, now, <laughs> so uh, did you? Did you laugh when the younger son, the older son? I was so happy when he got killed. Ezra Miller. I was so happy <laughs> when 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 Ezra, when, when Ezra Miller got killed in the movie. And then um, when he died, I was like, because that character was shit, right? Uh, and then um, <laughs> then he goes to, basically, he didn't want to kill his mom, but his mom came after him. He killed his mom. She, she started stabbing him, so he had to fight back. But did you laugh a little bit when the little shit was, like, on his back going, ah, da, 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 and he's, like, stabbing him like crazy? Yeah. What did you think about? Did you think about any other movie when that happened? Uh, Tropic Thunder. Oh, <laughs> shit. Wow. I married the perfect woman. I married the perfect woman for me. Yeah, that I was laughing because I was thinking about Ben Stiller getting stabbed by that little kid in Tropic Thunder the whole time. Anyway, anyway. So I know he's going to die. It's a, You know why I know he's going to die at the end? Because the guy earlier predicted it. So at this point, we know he's going to die at the end. The Northland's going to die. So when we get to the finale, I will talk about it right now. When we get to the finale, Samurai guy, yo, I, yo, y'all know what I like? Scratch the fucking itch. You know I like shit like this. Visually, Jesus Christ. Visually, this is so fucking metal looking man the fucking volcanoes erupting you see the badass of Fjolnir and Skarsgård just the silhouettes of them just brawling the camera work was a lot of fun the sound design guys listen watch this fight and listen to the sound the music is epic and then it was over like that And I'm watching this like, 
Oh my God! Woo! <laughs> Let's go! Let's go! Oh! Oh, it's over! Oh! Oh! Oh well. Now I get it. He's dying already. He's been stabbed multiple times. I get it. So I guess that's why they went with a short fight because he's already dying, technically. My little nitpick about the fight, though, was not it just being short, because the whole movie built up to this. You don't want to give the audience blue balls. It was a fucking A-plus fight <laughs> until, <laughs> until it just ended. And it just ended. There was, there was no, this was my nitpick about the fight. There was no strategy. The magical sword didn't do a goddamn thing. Now, you brought it up. The, you, we were talking about it earlier. You were like, well, maybe it's not really magical because it's all in his head. But earlier, the stooge picked it up. He couldn't unsheathe the sword because it was daylight. What was the fucking point in getting this special sword? When when he gets to the main event fun, finale fight, the sword makes no goddamn sense. It doesn't make, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't, he could have just had another regular sword. What was the point? Mm. What was the point of him having a special sword? When it didn't cut through Fjolnir's shield, it didn't cut through his, his Fjolnir sword. Like, that was, it was a little bit of a nitpick for me. And the fight just ended. So he's, he's, he's got, he's got Skarsgård on the ground. He's going in for the kill. Skarsgård's like, yeah. Fjolnir's looking down at him like, yeah. Skarsgård's looking up at him like, yeah. Fjolnir's looking down like, yeah. right? We got a death metal video about to start, right? And then Skarsgård just gets up and does that and decapitates him. And that's the end of the fight. But in this, uh, in the moment of his decapitation, he gets stabbed by Fjolnir and he dies there as predicted earlier. And then he goes to Valhalla. Which I would have cheered for like crazy if the fight was longer and more satisfying. But I was just kind of like, he just got up and just did this. <laughs> that was it. Like, it would have made more sense if Fjolnir was injured in the battle and he barely could move or he was, like, on his knees and he tried to defend himself and he got decapitated. Where's the, Come on here, man. You know? I don't know. I don't know. You know, and and and, and I'm, I'm, I think I'm done ranting about the Northmen here. But unless I'm missing something, guys, let's see. He didn't unsheathe his sword right that's why it didn't last long. What are you talking about, Bob? <laughs> Let's see. My balls went to Valhalla along with the script of the movie. Yeah. So it's just... I just... I don't know. It was, it was, it was predicted and foretold that you will meet him at the gates <sighs> of hell. And you will die there. So I knew Northman was going to die in the gates of hell, a.k.a. by the volcano. I knew all of this, and they fought at night. But uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just on Bob the Burglecut side here. Uh, thank you, Todd. Thank you, my friend. You're awesome, man. Thank you so much. You know, and it just... Here's my... Even though everything else was phenomenal, guys... And after my rant, 
you might be surprised what I'm going to give the movie. You actually might be surprised after my rant. But before we rate this some bitch, I don't think there's really nothing else to talk about. We kind of talked about everything. What did you, you kind of already said your disappointment. Was there anything else? Why you were disappointed with it? Uh, and then I'll get to my main. I know this is like minuscule in comparison, but um, I was really disappointed with how not very brutal it was. <laughs> that was it. I was expecting like yeah, that's I was big disappointment. I was like expecting like because I heard Vikings and brutal yeah. and the show Vikings is more violent than this. I you know yeah. I was expecting like more <laughs> dismemberment. There's and a here, hack and slash. Hold and, that thought. Mads Mikkelsen is in a movie called Valhalla Rising, which everyone that likes the Northmen, I don't think you'll like Valhalla Rising. I enjoyed that movie. But there's a scene. Do you remember that scene in that movie? Mm. He cuts open a guy, disembowels him, and he reaches in the guy's body, <laughs> grabs his guts, rips it out, and drops it right in front of him, and then walks off. That was in Valhalla Rising. Nothing of that really happened. Uh, you got you got maybe maybe two decapitations, a few limbs got cut off. A lot of after the fact, a that's, lot of and a lot like, of Hannibal stuff. Uh, Are they finding bodies yeah. maimed, posted on the wall in figure configurations? He left it there to make a point, but like you didn't see, uh, yeah, uh, and that's, the, the brut- brutality. And that's um, that's boring for me. Yeah, it's boring. I mean, I don't know. I, I just don't find that all that brutal. I'm the one example I just said with Valhalla Rising is more brutal than anything the Northman does. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Adam likes it. Well, anyway, that's her problem with it besides other things. This well, was my, my this problem, was my yeah. yeah, besides other things. Yeah. This was my problem with the film. Now, a lot of Northman defenders say again, you shouldn't have expected an action movie. It's Robert Eggers. Why do you want more action? I didn't expect a lot of action to be in this film. But my problem with the movie is, I guess you could throw in the brutality too. This is what's advertised. Do you see this? Is everyone looking at this right now? When this is the advertisement on the posters, in the trailers, Thumbnails for people's movie reviews. This is what I kind of expected more of. And unfortunately, we did not get this. And I'm talking about Berserker motherfucking Northman. Berserker Skarsgård. We did not get. This is my issue because this is what's advertised. Yeah. Going back to your... your... This? You you guys like this scene? Does this scene look badass to you? Well, this is all you get. Yeah, going this is it. going back to your you're getting mad at the cook, you know, cook and steak analogy. Yeah, that's that's the problem. Is that trailers a lot of times lie to you? Right. Marketing campaigns lie to you. Right. They do that deliberately to trick you to going to see their product. Right. And so when people get snooty with you. Mm-hmm about your expectations just because they like a film and sometimes you don't right it's because 
you were tricked. Right, right, right. Because you were lied to. Yeah. You know, um, we like the film Drive. Yeah. The Ryan Gosling yes. film Drive. Mm-hmm. Um, but Which is a, more violent than The Northman. But a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people were angry when that film came out. Yeah, there was because, a lawsuit. There was a lawsuit. Because the studio realized they didn't have a good butts in the seat product right because it's not it's not an action it's not an action product it's kind of it's kind of an art house like slow burn yeah it's it's not a it's not a theatrical style film this is a sit down be quiet pay attention yeah we love drive with moments of extreme violence oh yeah elevator scene elevator scene more violent than the entire movie of the northman yeah and so what did they do they took the very few scenes where there was actually action in it and they used that as right. the marketing campaign. Right. So, and that's all they did. And so they used that to trick people to go see the film. Yeah. And that's yeah. what they did. And so when people went to go see the actual film, right. they were pissed. Yeah. It would drive. Yeah. And I understand that. Yeah. So unfortunately the movie itself though was very good, but yeah. They were tricked. Mm-hmm. They were expecting one thing and they got something else. Right. Now, I'm not saying But we're not assholes about it. We're not going to we're not going to sue. Yeah. <laughs> like that lady sued drive. Right. We're not we're not that we're not that, But my <laughs> my point though yeah. is that sometimes you're li- a lot of the times, I'm not going to say sometimes, a lot of the times you're lied to and in this particular case, this was not an action movie. Yeah, this was not a balls to the wall, nonstop action thrill ride. This was the solo journey, revenge flick that was predicted by all the side characters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and um, I think another thing I would have preferred in this movie is if they had leaned either to one side or the other. If they were going to make this more of a, well, since this is based off of a folk tale with mythologies and this and that i think i would because they had this valhalla mythology and imagery Mm -hmm. i would have preferred if they had had more if they went full of that yeah let it have been a magical sword yeah let there have been more mythology yeah the mug dweller was real yeah yeah i would have preferred they had gone more to one side and not it been well, it could be in his head. You know. Yeah, I would have preferred them not been so ambiguous on it. You know, let it have been a full-fledged magical sword that had aided him when he killed the guy at the end. Yeah, he just stood up and went. Yeah, I mean, he literally, <laughs> he literally licked the chick's blood and knew she was knocked up, for God's sake. You went that fucking far. Why did you stop? When he killed the dude yeah. at the end. I don't understand why they went so far in some areas and then yeah. did a full fucking stop when it came to the very end of his quest. You know, I mean, yeah. there, there are some things that they went so far and then didn't go. It's like, I would have preferred that they had just, yeah, you know, it, it just, it, I would have wanted it to be like, just let it be a full folk fantasy. Right. It's like I don't understand or do, why they, you or, know, or do like other Viking films have done, where they believe in that stuff, but you don't show it. It's like their religion, but you don't show Valkyries flying around and stuff. 
Um, and the Valkyrie scene was obviously in his head. Was it? I mean, you know, it's like, know. like it's like you know, it's um. Anyway, it's anyway. That's my main beef with the film is after you get this introduction, we needed a little bit more of him as Berserker Northman, and let's let's show how he got involved with those guys. Or maybe they go on one more raid and then he goes under disguise. But literally, as soon as you get the advertisement of the film, and this is what this is this is what probably brought your ass to the theater to see this. This is it. Right after that scene, that's it. You think maybe that was like he ten cu- minutes worth? He cuts he cuts his hair and looks like a slave. And I mean, this is like watching Conan the Barbarian, and you get introduced to him being a slave. He's all buff and huge. He gets trained on how to fight. And then right after that, he's trying to sneak into Thulsa Doom's convention. You know what I mean? So that's my issue with the film. So uh, are you ready to rate this? No more ranting about Northman. All right. Again, after after all my ranting, you guys still might be surprised what my rating is. So what are you giving the Northman? Uh, I mean, it's, it's not a, a plus, right? <laughs> a plus, right? Because you're not a. Are you a casual that likes Gladiator and Braveheart? Are you a casual? It's, it's just you know, it's not a bad movie. No, it's not a bad movie. We fired so many positives right before this review started. It's you know, it's it's a great looking film. It's a competent film. Good performances, great soundtrack, cinematography you know, there's, is amazing. There's nothing bad right about it i was just you know with with the way eggers movies before have been i was expecting something a little more complex right something a little more odd yeah this something this straightforward and simple was just not what i was expecting in a movie right. about vikings and crazy shit you know i was expecting something a little bit more substantive substantial i guess yeah i don't know i Do don't you know. feel that if we saw this in the theater, we'd come out of it thinking differently. Um, if we came out of the theater right away and just did a review right away in the car, I think I still would have been a little disappointed. Okay, I think the sound obviously would have been a little more immersive, right? Like the overall experience would have been a little more immersive, mm-hmm. but I still think I would have been a little bit underwhelmed in terms of the story. And right. everything that we, you know, yeah. was on screen, that what was on screen would have still been just like, well, okay. Yeah. Um, All right. Ready to rate it? Yeah. See his average. What are you giving the Northman? Go. Um, I think I just, I just go with a B. Give it a B. Yeah. There you go. B. B for the Northman. I'm going to go a little bit higher. <laughs> a little bit higher because I'm more of a Viking guy than she is. So I'm kind of Viking biased. But. I really, really wanted to give this movie an A+. I really, I wanted to go see this movie and come out. And I think, in our opinion, I think Robert Eggers is three for three. Despite all our issues with The Northmen, it's still a well-made film. It's just the weakest of his three it's so far. To us. Yeah. To us. Um, I really wanted to give it an A+, but I'm going to give The Northmen a B+. Uh, a lot of positives. Acting cinematography soundtrack you get some fun violence here and there but not not enough and Skarsgård uh did a great job but uh i wanted to go in giving it an a or an a plus i really did but i just couldn't 
I couldn't do it. <laughs> I couldn't bring myself. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to sell out. I didn't want to sell out and I A plus everything Viking A plus. So I think I think B plus is good for me. I had a I had a buddy of mine call me and he just got out of the theater of the Northman and he was like, Man, that movie was fucking good. Oh my god, I loved it. I was like, cool, man. I'm glad you enjoyed it. See, I'm not an asshole. Mm. Right. And and um and I mean I meant that. Right. And then he's like, Did you see it? I was like, Yeah. And then we talked about what we liked and what we didn't like about the film. But he really came out. This is him right out of the theater buzzing. And uh, I asked him, so what would you rate the film? And I, I just threw it at him. Would you give it an A? Would you give it an A, A plus, A minus? And he goes, oh, no, no, it's not that good. Hmm. That was his response. This is him coming out of the theater really high on it, calling me right away to talk about how good it was. And even he said, no, I wouldn't give it. That's he's like, that's not that good. <laughs> he's like, it's not that good, but I really enjoyed it. Mm. So that's possible. I don't know if you guys knew that. <laughs> you could be in the middle. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but yeah, B plus uh for the Northman. Now, a movie we cannot wait oh boy to talk about. This is gonna be hard. This one is gonna be one hundred percent spoiler free. So yeah. This is going to be really hard. Let's see here. All right. Uh, we'll do the best that we can. Okay. So, again, we have a very open mind on all kinds of genre of film. But we do stick to – we kind of stick to our favorites. But if we hear about something in a genre, a lot of buzz about something in a genre that's not really our favorite genre, well – we may or may not once in a while check it out just out of curiosity, right? We want to give it a fair shot. Uh, but we are not, we are adults now, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being a huge fan of musicals, okay? It's just, we, it's we're just not, we're us. not have. it's hard. We're not a fan. I have my limits with the classicals because they're nostalgic for me. We were young. I have a couple. Like, we'll we'll little... watch Lion King, you know. I have my Wizard of Oz and Singing in the Rain. Be prepared. Right? Okay. But as I got older, musicals for me meant Blues Brothers, meant Streets of Fire. That's musicals for me. There's got to be something about the movie of course good music helps but i have to be okay with the music but it's got to be something about the movie to make me give it a give it a shot because musicals is not really our thing what was it the world the greatest showman of the world whatever fuck the circus movie was oh yeah and l miserable l miserable whatever the fuck that movie's called (laughs) we're not going to review it we're not going to see it but we never beat down on people. Who uh, like you will that never, kind of stuff. ever, ever catch me watching Mamma Mia. Yeah, no Mamma Mia. That's you know, just never but we're not going to punch down on people that like Mamma Mia. Okay. Uh, but Bollywood was always, yeah, we, Bunks we, knows what's up. We Bunks know, knows what's up. We know of Bollywood. Bollywood. But for we, you, we, we like this. We, we know, like that. We know of Bollywood, but we also know that it's minimum of three hours. Right, minimum. And probably a minimum of three songs per, at least three out, three songs per. And I don't know if I can do it. I've just never been able just to three do it. Songs? What's minimum. Oh, minimum, right. And I don't know if I can do it. So I, I've always been kind of nervous. It had right. to be the right movie. Right. Well, here's the thing 
I have seen clips of the over-the-top action sequences, and I love watching that shit on YouTube. It brings a smile to my face. I'm a big, huge fan of Tiger. You guys know when I say Tiger, y'all know who I'm talking about. That dude, that dude makes me feel like shit that I exist. <laughs> that guy is like, I'm. I, I, when I watch Tiger's fight scenes and just see him walking around with his shirt off, I'm just like, what is my, what is my purpose in life? Like, why am I here? This isn't fair, right? But I've watched tons of highlights of his fight scenes and action sequences. And I'm just like, I bow to Tiger, man. Great episode he had with Scott Atkins on the Art of Action web, uh, podcast. Uh, but we just watched clips, and we appreciate the badassity from them over there that just put in that hard work and make those ex- crazy over-the-top action sequences. But it was always the singing and dancing that made us go, we want to do it. <laughs> like, we like we, we want to do it. The thought, I don't know what... Ah. The thought of watching either a serious drama or a serious badass action movie yeah hard interrupted by a, a singing and dancing number right. it's it just always seemed very off-putting to us right. we couldn't fathom how the fuck that would work but that's the genre that's the genre we just couldn't it, imagine how it, it would work <laughs> it seemed like well you know what jason bah, to be bah, dancing bah, 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 full stop <laughs> you don't want jason to be dancing when after he kills a whole bunch of people we Come just on. we just can't best imagine movie ever made work. right anyway Anyway, we're all we're like right there to be or not to be. That mm, is mm, the mm, question. And, and and when I see a few of those dance sequences, man, they blow me away. Like like wow. I mean, but in the combination of both, yeah, we we were we aren't we were never sure for us if it would work if we watched them. Is the point we're trying to to make there's so much talent over there we just we don't know so we've had a lot of we've had a lot of requests and a lot of um people letting us know you gotta check this movie out it's on netflix you gotta check this out or that and i i've been like getting on the getting on board where i would put these bollywood movies in my netflix queue i'm like all right cool i got it there one day i'll watch it (laughs) five years go by they're still in there right and I just like I need I need someone to kick my ass off the cliff and just jump finally. Well, a movie came out this year called RRR. It's Roar, Revolt, and something else. I forgot, I forgot what it was. Uh, and we heard some buzz about it. People were recommending it to me. And I was like, it, it, it finally we, we we actually wanted to see this in theater. We wanted to finally take the plunge into Bollywood in theater and see our first Bollywood movie in theater and, and go. And, but unfortunately we couldn't see it in theater and it was only in our theater for like a week. So we waited once we got, once we got word, it was coming to Netflix. So we're like, fuck it. We're going to make a day. Let's do this. Let's crank up. Let's go all in. We're going all in. Give us the over the topness. Give us the dances, whatever. We're, we're going all in to see if, if, if this is something we like, right? So we sat down and clicked. We got the remote and went blacky, blacky, blacky. Click play on some RRR on Netflix. And I will, I will tell you this. Mm-hmm. I read, I read some reviews. A lot of reviews where people love the movie. 
I read a lot of reviews where people think the movie's overrated. Movies are subjective, right? And people are going to love it, people are going to hate it. But I'm here to talk about our experience. So again, not really a fan, not really gone on all in in the genre. We sat there, and I'm going to be the first to tell you right here that it has been a long time since I've seen a movie that brought out so many different emotions in one sitting. It's been a long time. And let's briefly go into the plot synopsis, but we are not, we don't want to spoil anything. Uh, we will do our best to not spoil anything because if you're interested in something like this, definitely go ahead and check it out. But let's go ahead and talk about it a little bit here. So right at the bat, right at the bat, we're introduced to our boy, our favorite, Ray Stevenson, <laughs> who plays the over-the-top mustache twirling villain, which works for this movie because the movie's over the top. Ray Stevenson is great in this. And his wife, too, uh, played by... <laughs> Allison Duty. Allison Duty. <clears throat> She's just as over-the-top as he is. Mm. But it works for this movie because mm. the movie's over-the-top. Mm -hmm. uh, they basically kidnap, in a way... They, uh, no, they kidnap her. They do kidnap her, right? This little girl this little girl named Molly, she, she sings, and they... And does the tattooing. They, yeah. the henna tattoos, and they... they fling this they fling a few coins at the girl's mother yeah and the the villagers they don't understand what's going on right and basically the the evil evil colon colonials are right. saying oh hey we're just gonna buy your daughter but they don't understand what's going right. on right and because the little girl sings and so the evil col colonials are just like hey we're gonna buy your daughter so they take the daughter drop the, drop drop some coin for the brown rubbish basically yeah Man. basically yeah yeah we like her <laughs> we like her singing voice and uh and they they take the daughter away and the they take her in the car start driving away and the mother's like uh what's going on and one of the male villagers is like uh Lady, they're 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 they're. Don't you understand what's going on? They're, yeah. they're basically they're, they the the coins are for your daughter, and the mom starts running after the 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 car, and one of the 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 sol soldiers, the soldiers yeah. are like they're gonna shoot the mom, and Ray Stevenson gives the speech. He's like, "Do you know what you're doing? That bullet comes from Britain." It costs us such and such. It costs us such and such. And it costs a single sterling pound. So basically, he's saying, "Don't waste your bullet it, it, on brown rubbish." Basically, that's yeah. that's what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. And so he picks up this this giant log and smashes fucking, it over the head. Fucking fucks the mom up. And you think she's dead? Yeah. Basically, she looks dead. Right, right. And they whisk the little girl off to their uh, to their uh, house somewhere, and you don't know where she is. Uh, and that sets up there. That yeah. sets up that thing. So they've taken the little girl, Molly, uh, Mally. And, and now um, we are introduced to, uh, I guess, Rama Ram. So Ram. that is his name. Well, it's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, we're going to call him, we're going to call him Ram. Yeah. We'll it's call him Ram. Ram and This motherfucker is a badass. Right. But we're introduced to his character. You want to so briefly talk the, about him? The, the crux of everything. And there's no there's no nice way to put this. Yeah, we're trying not to spoil it for you guys. There's yeah, no there's no 
pleasant way to put this. Mm-hmm. There's no delicate way to put this. Oh, there's no undemonetizable way to put this. This takes place during the colonial times, the mm-hmm. colonization times where yeah. Britain right. ruled over India, where they had colonized India, they had subjugated India, and they were India was under the thumb of Britain. Right, right, right. And this is very, very, very much uh India is trying to India is seen as the the the, the scum. Yeah. Brown of, rubbish. Exactly. <laughs> How many times do I have to say that? Exactly. And it is very much uh the 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 evil white people, and there's only one good white person in this movie. Right, right, right. And uh the it's the India India, the Indian people are uh subjugated and the 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 white people are the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and the they're they have uh the, the except the, for the one that was cool. That's what I'm saying. There's only yeah, one yeah. good white lady in this movie. Um and they have uh uh I don't I don't wanna call it's kind of a consulate, but it's um they have like this this setup. Uh I will, it's not a consulate, what is it called? Um, what would you call it? Um, British. Uh, well, we, they have. They, yeah, you're 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 set up. You you you're introduced to Rom. There's a uh, he's he's you 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 meet his character right, and you get his first action scene right. So basically, uh, after you introduce to Rom and a very entertaining, I'm not ruining it for you guys. I'm not talking about it. Yeah, very entertaining introduction, badass sequence with this character. You're introduced to him, okay? Uh, and then later you're introduced to Beam. Right. Uh, who's a great character as well. Can He's we great. can we introduce their dynamic and, or but you'll, well, yeah. Beam basically is trying to find he's trying to bring balance. He he is he's trying he's to from find, the village. He's, he's from the village, who's he's trying to bring balance. To find Mally. He's trying to find Mally. And while, Rom right? is from the government side to go find the guy who has been assigned to find Mally. Right. That's the crux of but the But they story. don't know what they don't they, they don't, don't know who each other is. They don't know who each other is. They don't know what each other looks like. Right. That's right. the that's the story. That's the that's the meat of it, really. I don't think we need to ruin anything yes. else. That's the meat of it. But throughout the film But they when do we're, when we're introduced like, to them. This is the only one thing I will spoil. They they both both of them don't know each other, right? They don't know, you know, Rom Beam doesn't know Rom's looking for him, right? They don't know each other. Uh, but they both try to rescue this kid. Uh, we have this sequence where they both try to rescue the kid. And this is a perfect example of how over the top and entertaining as fuck this movie is. So they have this crazy, insane, over-the-top uh, rescue sequence, which is a lot of fun. And that's when they meet. After they save the kid... I'm not making this shit up. They both end up landing in the water. They both fall to the bottom of the water. And y'all, y'all love, you know, Dylan, you son of a bitch from Predator, right? Y'all love that scene, right? The greatest <laughs> manly handshake in the in movie history, right? Now imagine that underwater. <laughs> Now, if this already is too over the top for you, don't bother watching the don't bother watching the rest of the movie. Okay, you have to if you're going if you're going all in, you got to go all in just like we did. They run at each other in slow motion, 
and do the Dylan, you son of a bitch, underwater. <laughs> I was already smiling. And speaking of smiling, we were smiling throughout this whole movie. Yes. When was the, I can't even think the last time we smiled yeah. throughout the entire film. Yeah. Um, you know, until you know, until the movie got serious and dark, which happens. The movie actually gets serious and dark at points. But pretty much majority of the movie, I was smiling the entire time. Yeah, okay. So to, I'll, to try not to spoil anything. So because they don't know that they're who they're looking for when yeah. they do eventually meet up, right. they don't know that they're who. Right. So there is a point where they're talking to each other and they, they spend time together. Yeah. They become their, they become their best buds. chemistry yes. is fucking the greatest thing <laughs> I have ever seen. And their bromance, I I was in heaven. <laughs> she almost had a nosebleed. My nosebleed was <laughs> out the fucking door. I was nearly drowning in my own goddamn blood. <laughs> I y'all know what that means. Y'all know what that means. But I yeah. was just I <laughs> I could not stop smiling. My face hurt. I was yeah. having so much fun. Oh that my when, god! That when the music and the dance started, I did not give two fucking yeah. shits. No, it didn't break no. anything for me. No, like like in like I think there was only like maybe three musical numbers. There wasn't maybe. really that many uh, for like a three hour over over three hour movie. It only seemed like it, three maybe musical numbers, four or five, maybe. I don't even know if it was that many because we we get a ridiculously and it's okay. Hold on, hold on. A no, second. Severio, let's, Severio, no, no. The bromance was awesome. No, don't gross. Don't 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 <laughs> gross. Don't gross. No, S Severio. No, tr no, no, trust no. me. Tr no, trust no. me. It's fucking great. No. It's hilarious. You will enjoy the bromance. It is like this might be the greatest bromance movie ever. No, no. <laughs> anyway, anyway. So the the dance sequence, the, the the music, I thought, because this is our first Bollywood experience, I thought we were gonna get a song every 10 to 15 minutes for three hours. But yeah, it, there wasn't really that many songs. There's no. <laughs> actually a dance sequence. No, the 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 blood thing is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta joke. look up what that means. It's a joke. You gotta look up what that means. Nosebleed, all right? Anime, anime shit. It's a joke. Anime shit, all right? Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Now, what did I just say earlier? We're not really into musicals unless there's something about the movie we like, right? Then we'll 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 forgive it. Yeah. I I I can't believe I'm saying this right now. I can't believe I'm saying this live on the record here on the channel. I enjoyed every single goddamn song in this movie. Yeah. Who am I? Am I? Yeah. Am I, is this the multiverse? Yeah. Have we been replaced? You know, like I enjoyed every, there's, there's a lot of the songs. Some of them are in the background really. And they tell the story when the songs come up, they're all subtitled. And you can, you can the, the the songs are telling what's going on in the movie, and they're telling they're telling the story, and they're giving you kind of background information on some of the characters. So it's not like the song was like some we just need a song now, a pointless song. The songs work for the scenes in the movie, and a lot of the songs were in the background. There's a dance off, and when you when when Samurai Guy says dance off. I want to throw up. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I 
what is that fucking drumline and fucking uh what was the what was the what was the uh popular dance off movies that came out they were like sequels step up whatever the fuck no, there was like another like dance off whatever i i don't care okay i can appreciate dance but it's not my thing there is a dance off musical sequence in this movie i my cheeks hurt cuz i was smiling so much and enjoying that sequence and enjoying the song. And I'm like, I can't believe this is happening right now. How is this happening? Mm. <laughs> right? There's even a part in the movie where it's a serious scene. It's a violent, serious scene. And there's a song in that there's a ballad. And it works for the movie. This doesn't make any goddamn sense, guys. Mm -hmm. This doesn't make any sense. If this happened in any other movie that I watched, I'll be like, oh, God. Mm -hmm. Like this serious, violent scene, and the, the guy starts singing a ballad. Yeah. But it works for the movie, and you're emotionally attached to the characters. You care about the characters. You're invested and involved mm -hmm. with what's happening. Did not see this coming at all. At all. And then when the movie decides to get really serious and really dark, oh, it gets really serious and really dark to the point where you are you forget that earlier in the movie there was a fucking dance-off musical number. Mm -hmm. That's how good this movie is. Yeah. This movie gets dark and violent and serious. And I was just look. I think I looked at you and I was like, we had a dance sequence earlier, right? We had like a dance off, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the two leads, so much chemistry. You care about both their, both of their characters and you understand their motivations mm -hmm. for both characters. Yeah. Now, I, again, I'm smiling so much and thinking about this movie. I want to watch it again. I'm not gonna lie, but let's get to the nit. <laughs> let's get to okay, samurai guys enjoying this film, but why does he really like it? What is it? Well, there's a is there a catch here? I'm about to tell you right now, and I'm not ruining a goddamn thing. Every single action set piece in this movie is hilarious, <laughs> wonderfully over the top. Entertaining as fuck that all you have to do is stand up and applaud the creativity. How the fuck did they come up with the shit? It is so entertaining. Every single action set piece almost could be a finale to an action movie. And every single action set piece in this movie, this over the top, beautifully over the top mwah, set piece in this movie, outdoes the one before it. This movie scratches the action itch. And I was not expecting that at all. I was expecting to, to be entertained at best. But I'm going to tell you guys, Samurai Guy was cheering by the end of the movie. There is an action sequence. Okay. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Man, the sex bots are on the problem. It's the same goddamn <laughs> channel. Just keep blocking them, fucking. I it. They just keep creating the same yeah. fucking channel. It's fine. It's keep blocking them. Ridiculous. They're trolls. Keep blocking them. Anyway, you guys, if you want to watch this for action, you will not be disappointed. But you you got to remember, this is over a three hour movie. Okay, three over three hours is not for everyone, but it's on Netflix. 
every single action set piece outdoes the one before it. And again, by the end, Samurai Guy was cheering. I was like, give me more. A lot of violence, a lot of brutality, a lot of fun, a lot of craziness. Could not stop smiling. There is a sequence in this movie that involves two rifles. I will not spoil that for you. When the sequence began, I was like, oh, please give me a fight scene. <laughs> when, it, when it started, I was like, give me a fight scene. I was not expecting what was going to happen after that, that it exceeded my expectations <laughs> for just a regular fight. Oh, no, no. When you get to that two rifle action sequence, I was like, get the fuck out of here, man. I think I kept looking at, I, you know, I, I kept throwing out just for fun. This is the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> I kept just for fun. I kept throwing that out just because we were enjoying ourselves. Mm -hmm. Now, what did I say not too long ago about Idris Alba's Beast coming out? That could possibly still be a good movie. But the lion looks fake. The lion looks like CGI lion. So it kind of takes you out of it. I was enjoying, but still might be a good movie. It's called Beast. I was enjoying this motherfucking movie so much that I did not give a shit about all of the CGI animals in this movie. Could care less. That's how much fun we were having. Still enjoyed it, even though it had songs and musical numbers and a dance-off. Still enjoyed it. It had CGI animals everywhere. Did not care. My emotions were all over the place. And it's been a long time since we've enjoyed a movie. Was pleasantly surprised by a film that much. Now, again, you know, not. I read some reviews where people were like, this is overrated, didn't like it. Blah, blah. I even came across some reviews where they were like, yeah, the action scenes were kind of outlandish, but nothing special. And I was, I would like to say to that person, it's okay if you, if that's if that's how you feel. But I'd like to say to that person, name an action movie right here in America right now <laughs> that has action scenes that over the top or that creative. Uh, I'm waiting. It doesn't exist right now because Bollywood has their own type of style of action. It's their genre. And unfortunately, the bar has been set so high for us because this is our first experience with Bollywood. I don't know. Our expectations are so high now. Are we going to be disappointed watching the next Bollywood movie? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I think because they they have been doing this for so long and they have so many other movies yeah. out there. We we have a lot yeah. of exploring to do. Yeah, in Bollywood. So yes, somebody and, and, out there, right? Uh, Reza just said. Speaking of Beast, seek another Tamil Indian movie called Beast if you like our. Okay, so right there, right now, those of you that are in chat, give us recommendations of what Bollywood action movies kick ass. Give us recommendations, and those of you that are going to be watching this video later, thank you for watching. Uh, again, give us recommendations in the in the comments of really kick ass action movies. I might start reviewing them. I reviewed this one. Hey, you never know. So, again, the movie itself pleasantly surprised us. And to the point where even the musical number in the end credits, she's tapping her foot. <laughs> Samurai guy's over here doing this. Oh, what? Oh, shit. Oh, oh, what? What? Uh... Yeah, I was over here jamming at the end and laughing, smiling, having a great time. Watching this insanely over-the-top, violent movie mm -hmm. with comedy 
characters you care about. And I was completely blown away. Mm -hmm. This may not be for everyone. Yeah. Uh, you know, but I we're mean, giving we're giving our experience with it. Yeah, three, and, three hours is a lot to ask, yeah. and musical yeah. numbers is a lot to ask. Yeah. Over the top is a lot to ask for people. It's you know, it's yeah, it's hard, right? But we've seen some of them, you know, uh, like clips. So we knew, we knew. All right, the lady from a scene, Jen. No, I told her about Jen. We talked about that chase in our uh, best and worst movie of the year. Video. I already talked about Jen. I bitched about it. I was fucking horrible. All right. Now, enough gushing about RRR. I think we did a phenomenal job not ruining any spoilers <laughs> for the movie. It's, it's a fun time, man. If I, you guys got three hours to kill, I just it's I a can't. great time. And there's nothing, there's nothing here right now like it. I just I can't I can't even tell you how how much I love this movie. I want to watch it again. I I hope it's just smiles. I hope we get a, I hope we get a 4K release. I yeah. hope we get a yeah. 4K. Um, Netflix only had the Hindi language, and you could tell that it was dubbed in Hindi. You could tell that there was another language. I think I think it's Tamil. I'm not sure. I don't know. We don't. Yeah, that, we don't know. Because <laughs> I was, know. I was reading on it that there's, there's a couple of languages that they, that they have. Okay. There's, there's maybe that's why they were calling him Ram. Well, there's, there's different languages that they have in okay. India, okay. and I think Tamil is one of them. I'm right. Sure. Okay. Sorry if I got that the wrong. Dialogue. Okay. Um. And um. All right. It's time to rig the, this. The chemistry between those two. Oh my God. I, I was in love. I was in absolute love with these two together it's fucking hilarious guys look at this shit this is hilarious <laughs> this is so much fun man oh my god and you never think with a movie like this especially when you get a re extremely entertaining dance-off sequence that it would be violent and just a lot of fun a lot of action over the top goodness so uh time to rate uh rrr man let's go okay now okay I remember this is this is my first Bollywood. It's our first film. movie. We're okay. This is our we're just talking about our experience. So keeping in mind that we've never seen a Bollywood film before. Right. And you know just clips yeah. of the action, but yeah. yeah. So you know, we, we don't have anything else to pull from, but a good movie is a good movie. A fun movie is a fun movie. Yeah. Chemistry is chemistry. A fun time is a fun time. Creative action sequences, man. I'm going A plus. A plus. There you go. A plus from Lady Fat Blood for RRR. All right, Samurai Guy. What am I gonna give it? I think y'all know what I'm gonna give it. But I think it's funny when I'm a fan of something. I'm a huge, huge fan of something. It's funny how movies surprise you. I'm a huge fan of something and still couldn't give it high praise the way I wanted to give it. And then I come across something I'm not really a fan of, never even bothered to watch. I respected it, but I never really bothered to watch. And it, I'm pleasantly surprised. So Samurai Guy is giving RRR. Booyah! A plus for RRR, baby. A plus for fun. Mm. Three hours of fun. Mm. And some dark, violent shit as well. Too much fun. Too much fun. So that's how we feel. Not everyone's going to agree with that rating, but hey, we got to be honest here on our channel. So, all right, guys. Now I was about, I was about to end it, but I forgot we were going to briefly talk about 
uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, the series on Disney Plus. Mm. We're going to give our quick thoughts, uh, quick thoughts on episodes one, two, three. And uh, I'm not going to give a rating or review or anything. We're just going to briefly talk about it. So, okay. Keeping in mind, Disney Plus, in general. It's failing. In general. <laughs> it's failing. In general. And I'm talking about the whole over, yeah. over view, like yeah. in terms of MCU and Star Wars. Yeah. Um, for me, I am not... I'm not doing well with them. I'm uh, not doing well. What are you talking about? I feel like the Mandalorian is. We're the not best. doing well. The, the Mandalorian for me is the best thing that they have going, mm-hmm. and that's literally the only reason to keep the fucking subscription. Yeah. Um, the MCU for me uh, is is fuck it. I don't give a shit. Don't care. Um, yeah. Uh, we want to, but blue um, balls all over the place. Yeah, Boba shit was a waste. Um, Obi Wan. We're the first two episodes. We were first two episodes in Obi Wan. Um, it we, was we're we're very patient with the show right now. Yeah, we're patient with it. Did we? Did we? Were we on board a little bit more than Book of Boba shit that didn't include the Mando episodes? We were kind of enjoying it a little bit more than the Book of Boba shit. Uh, but we're just we're. Episode one and two, we're being patient right now. Yeah. Uh, we're like, okay, we like the broken character of Obi-Wan Kenobi. We like that he's in hiding and he's given up being a Jedi uh, and he's being hunted by the Inquisitors. We we like that. Um, but. Can I just, can I just say that I was more hopeful at the end of episode two than I am now? Does that right. make sense? That makes sense. I. Yeah. I I was I was more I was in a better place at the end of episode two. Now right. I'm not sure. I don't know where I'm at now. Right. I was by the end of episode yeah. two. I was like, wow, the show has potential. And now I'm like, oh no, where are we going? Yeah, where are we going? Um, um you were you and I were talking earlier. You'd said that about Obi Wan. You're patient. Yeah. But if Obi Wan. Doesn't get his shit together. Yeah, Obi Wan didn't. We like we're, we don't we don't mind him being broken and 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 you know in hiding. We like again we like broken characters, but at some point, I'm hoping with this next three episodes, Obi Wan becomes the Obi Wan that we know and love at some point. Um, but uh, I don't know. In terms of his combat skills, the first two episodes, he still has his combat skills. Uh, but I was talking uh, about this on Rob uh, for Entertainment Talk Nation. I was talking about this on his channel yesterday. That and and Rob brought up a, a good point that he's tired of seeing. He's like he gets the broken character aspect, mm. and he understands why we like that. But he was saying that for a guy who was a fucking general, a guy who fought so many Sith, a guy who's been through so much with the Clone Wars and all these wars and all these battles. Why does he all of a sudden forget how to use the goddamn force? He brought that up. And at the time, I didn't really think about that because I just assumed that it was all kind of together. Mm-hmm. Like you said, if you don't use it in a while, you lose it. I'm trying to think. We're, 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 I'm trying to understand what their writing is 
from their perspective. I'm trying to understand what their perspective is. Yeah. Is that what they're trying to say? If you don't use it, you lose it. But Yoda didn't seem to have that problem, but he's a different species. I'm trying to justify things, which we're trying to figure it out. You shouldn't have to. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm just trying to make sense of things. Right. But we're only in episode three. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I was I, digging it at first. I, I like the Joel Edgerton sequence. Yeah. That, that scene. He, that gets a great actor. I like, he was, I like how he was like, fuck off, stay away from my family. Look at what you did with Anakin. Fuck you, stay away from my family. I like that. Yeah. I like Obi-Wan telling the other guy who was looking for him, I, I bury that lightsaber in the sand. That's my advice to you. I like Obi-Wan telling Jimmy Smith to fuck off, mm. right? But something feels off. And Rob mentioned this yesterday. Something feels off about Obi-Wan's connection with Baby Prince's layout. It feels weird that this is the show everybody wanted to see but I don't think anybody expected the show to be about him rescuing baby Prince's Leia. It feels very weird. And it's just kind of like, is this good or bad? And I remember we were talking about it. And and you mentioned the classic, you know, help me Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only help, you know, message, video message, that you know, the classic message from the first hours film. And how in that message you mentioned that it, she didn't talk like she was best friends with Obi-Wan. Not to, that, my, that, not to my not to my recollection. Yeah. It was she knew of him because right. of Obi-Wan's connection to her dad from the Clone Wars. Right. And that, that was it. Like she knew of him because yeah. of his history during the Clone Wars with the dad. And in the so and later in the Star Wars movie, when Obi-Wan gets killed, who reacts? Luke screams. And he Princess Leia doesn't really react. And she's comforting Luke. Right. From what I remember. Right. And you know what? This all seems to be just, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry to say this, but once again, we're course correcting because Leia never had enough spotlight in the original films because it was always about Luke. And, and don't get me wrong. I don't have a problem with, with baby Leia. I think for a little girl, I think she's a. I think she's a perfectly fine kid actor. I am stunned. She just said that. I think she's fine. <laughs> no, 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 no. And I'm being. I'm being. So every time, baby, you know, Star Wars, Jim Henson, babies was on screen. It was on the screen. I was like, oh god, she must be cringing. I think she's. I was like, I'm surprised. I don't think she's great. But if it kind of fits, I think she's fine. Okay. okay. I don't think she's anything okay. like amazing. Right. I don't think the writing's particularly great. Right. I think it's disnified. Yeah. But I think she's fine for the writing that she's being given. Right. Let me put it that way. Yeah. Can I put it that way? Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't think the writing that she's been given is anything like special. Right. But I think for an actor. Yeah. Because I don't want to be mean. Right. I'm not trying to be mean. I think yeah. the actor is fine. Okay. The actor Ooh, is fine. That's high praise from her for a child actor. Okay, the a- the <laughs> actor the actor is fine. Okay, so I'm because I, I'm but not, I I didn't want the whole show to be that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the actor is fine for what she's being given. Yeah, but I feel like they're course correcting because the 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 pre, the original trilogy was always about Luke and people are bitching because why was it always about Luke? We never got to know anything about Leia. And so now we all want to know about Leia. And so now we have this little side quest about Leia. 
And so now yeah. we want everything to be about. We want it. We want to know more about little baby Leia. And that I think that's what this is all about. We don't. We no. We came. For I Obi-Wan. think that's what this. I think that's why this show is being made so that we can know about Leia. I think that's what this is all about. I think that's why we're doing this. We're here so, for Obi Wan. Is so we can know about Leia now, yeah. and so we can have a story about little Leia and getting to know about Leia. <sighs> I think that's what this is. Yeah. Now, once again, we're course correcting. And we have this this little side mission with her, yeah. Just for the sake of getting to know about Leia, and you know, because we have to make her more important now. Which, okay, I understand that because people want to know. People want to know. Do they? To the point of. <laughs> do they want to know? To the no. Some people, a show called no, Obi Wan. Some people do. But remember, it's all about bait and switch now because that's what Disney does. Yeah. That's right. what modern writing does. Right. Every single Disney Plus series has done this. Mm-hmm. And so now we're doing this with Obi Wan, making yeah. you know for some reason we can't have our heroes look strong anymore. Right. And right. you know, I was I was really on board at the end of season, of episode two where he found out that Anakin was still alive and you had that great shot of, of Obi-Wan's yeah. face looking all freaked out because when he found of out. Ewan McGregor's really great performance yeah. in that scene where he's got PTSD, he like freaks out. Yeah, and yeah. that looked great and everything. But here is the problem that I had kind of straight away. Hmm. And again, this has nothing to do with the actress. Yeah. The Reva character. Yes. Nothing to do with the actress, though, because right. it's not her fault. No, it's not. It's her fault. not her fault. No, it's not. I am concerned about her. I'm concerned about her character because once again, instead of of writing a character that has clear motivation up front, yeah, we're giving you the mystery box character right. of ooh, what's her motivation? What's her secret? Because we got to keep the audience watching, and oh, what's going on with her? Yeah, and and in the meantime, we're left with this: who is this one-note cartoon villain character? Yeah, that's the problem with her. And her yeah. writing is shit. Mm-hmm. And so we have this poor actress who's left to fend for herself with this shitty dialogue. Mm-hmm. I feel so bad for her. Yeah, I feel so bad for her right now because you have this this unknown character. Who's come out of nowhere? Who has to fend for herself? With who at sh- this point is kind of the main villain until you know if we want to go. We might as well go into episode three a little bit. Spoilers. Well, yeah, everyone knows by now. Vader shows up, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but I feel so bad for her because you have this this new character, yeah, unestablished, who has to come into this new show. Yeah, um, you don't know what her motivation is because they refuse to have a character who has motivation straight out of the gate. Yeah. So you have this new character in a star Wars franchise Mm -hmm. that with shitty writing, shitty dialogue, and she's left to fend for herself. Obi-Wan. Yeah. So she, she has literally been set up to fail and she has nothing to work with. Mm -hmm. So I, I fear for her that the, the payoff is not going to be worth the setup. I, the way she was acting, she was so over the top and cartoony that even if you casted a guy in this part, Revo, and it was a guy, I would have the same reaction. Like, oh, who yeah. the fuck is this jackass? Oh, absolutely. The fuck is this guy? Get this guy the fuck out of here. I would have the same reaction, even if it was a guy playing the part. No, it, w- it wouldn't have mattered. Um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. here you go. Right? Yeah. Obi Wan, come out and play. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, 
just what are they doing? Yeah. And I and I said to her, I said to her, I was like, look, at this point, because of how she's acting, I'm expecting Obi-Wan to have obliterated her entire family or killed her lover. And if that's not the case, and her only motivation for being cartoony is she just wants to please Vader and move up the ranks. If that's the if that's in the script, yeah, for the next couple of episodes, that's her only motivation. Yeah, that's it. Fuck this show, seriously. And what's this whole line about Leia looking at, at Obi Wan and saying, "Are you my real father?" And Obi Wan looking at her, "Oh, I wish I was." What the fuck kind of writing is that? Since when? It's bad. What the fuck? It, what it's was that? <laughs> what was that? It was bad. That was that was some shitty, cheesy, yeah, trashy Disney writing. Yeah, I don't know what that was, but that was garbage. But I, I'm still holding on. I'm like, I'm still more on board than I was at this stage of Boba shit. Like, right. I'm I'm not shitting <laughs> you when I tell you that by the end of episode one of Boba Fett, I was already checked out. <laughs> yeah. So I'm. In, don't care. I'm everyone's in, different. I'm in better I'm in better shape now than right. with Boba Fett, but I'm still in Boba Fett. You're in better shape now with Boba Fett? No, I'm in better shape now than what I was with Boba Fett. Oh, I got you. Okay. But I'm in worse shape now than I was at the second than I was in the second episode of, of... The, the Tamura cameo was hilarious. Yeah, that that, that was funny. <laughs> the clone um, the clone trooper. So I'm, I'm like I yeah. you know hold on a second. Super chat. Thank you, Brad, for the super chat, brother. You rock. I have heard good things about a movie called uh, Bahabubali. I apologize for that. With huge battles, including one where they use catapults to cover the enemy army in a giant blanket sheet. I'm Ooh. sold. Um, you know, I think this might be on Netflix. Ooh. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Brad. Thank you for that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, uh, Bunk, Boba Fett is only worth watching because it uh, continues Mandalorian. Yeah, it turns into for better or for it worse. It turns in it actually. You have to watch it because it it. You can't watch Mando season three without watching. Yeah, it bridges Book it Fett. bridges into Mandalorian. Yeah, like and it, some important things really happen, like big deal things. So. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Hold on. Uh, thanks, Adam, for the super chat. Uh, what is? It's hard to believe that these are the same people who made the Clone Wars. Are you serious? Oh dear. No way! I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh no. Um, that's fucking terrible. I did not yeah, know that. That's so, horrible. I mean, I am and then it's like like you were saying, it kind of contradicts the whole meeting yes. with Boba Fett and 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 so, later. So let's get into episode three. Yeah. Uh, everything's predictable, by the way. Um um in the beginning of the episode, Reva? Reva, right? Mm. Reva was so cartoony. And the beef she had with the head Inquisitor guy, I was like, oh, she's killing him later, <laughs> which happens in the second episode, mm. right? And this is my problem with where, where the show is right now. Um, Again, we're force-feeding some kind of relationship between Leia and Obi-Wan. Mm -hmm. We're force-feeding it. They knew each other. They were best friends before the first movie, which is weird. Mm. My other issue is, now, I'm going to be honest right now. I love me some Darth Vader, okay? You know what I'm saying? You don't know the power of the dark side, right? Yeah, that's my shit right there. Empire Strikes Back, son. That's my shit. Vader, son. Rogue One, son. I love it. 
the fanboy in me is happy to see Vader back. The fanboy in me wants to see a lightsaber fight between Obi-Wan and Vader. Uh, the fanboy in me doesn't have an issue with Hayden Christensen coming back and the Star Wars community embracing him again and kind of giving him some slack. Uh, don't, don't mind that. I don't mind any of that. However, the problem with the fight scene in the third episode, it doesn't make sense if you're still trying to compare it to the first movie. Because you have that scene in the movie where Vader, Obi-Wan sneaking around. And Obi and, and Vader's like, I have sensed a presence, a presence I've not sensed since, you know. And, and I guess I guess if we're going with this continuity, a presence I have not sensed since the Disney Plus episode. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, and don't and now the 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 when they finally meet for you watching Star Wars for the first time, you think it's the first time they met since they've not met. There that dialogue they have between each other. Totally doesn't make sense now because they've met already in the show. Am I am I off, people? Help me out here. Am I wrong? Help me. I'm asking you to help me. But now it doesn't make sense. The dialogue makes no sense now. When last we met, I was the pupil and you were the master. Well, now Some, I am the master. Yeah. Something like it that. It doesn't yeah, make any sense. Kind of, I don't know. Because <laughs> they met already. So I'm torn. You see where I'm torn? Because I'm like, Lightsaber fight, Vader versus Obi Wan. Although there was, but then half of it, I'm like, this kind of doesn't make sense. There was, there was that really good scene. Oh, oh, we'll get to the, the, yeah. yeah. So the good part of the episode uh, with uh, Vader is, I was surprised Disney had the balls to have Vader kill a child. <laughs> I was like, the Anakin special. <laughs> the Anakin special. He does what he does best. Kill a kid. Bomb broke his neck. I was like, oh yes, yes. You know, and it, I I kind of found it hilarious. Every time Obi-Wan would whip out his blue balls lightsaber, he would whip it out and then kind of unsheathe it. <laughs> he would put it away and run away. <laughs> then he'd whip it out again, put it away and run away. <laughs> he kept doing that. I was waiting for Vader to go, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I was waiting for Vader to go, really? <laughs> I was waiting for Vader to say something stupid like that. Anyway. um, Let's see here. What's up, MK? Let's see here. Uh, hey, Fat Time Ray, what's up? Yeah, I agree. Plus, timeline wise, Obi Wan should be way older since the new hope is only nine years from the show. So he aged 45 to like 70 in nine years. Um, there's defenses for that, MK, not from me, but for some super Star Wars fans. Go, if you're being hunted by the Inquisitors at all that time, you'd get that old too. So there's defenses. For that, oh not for me. God, I agree with you. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, I I like the neck break. I like the Vader walking down and dragging like by the force, just dragging the mom. <laughs> like that was great. There's Hurting some... all those people to draw Obi Wan out. Yeah, like, they they yeah. sense each other. Yeah, he's trying to draw them out. I did like that scene where they they yeah. they sense each other. And he's fucking with people to draw Obi Wan out, which I, worked. I liked that. Yeah, it's it's inter there's entertainment visually to see. There, right? like I said, there's, lightsaber battles. There's, we like that, right? But that's the problem. Is like there's always these hints of potential, right? And I always have this impending feeling of, yeah. I know it's gonna get pissed away down somebody's leg. <laughs> that was so adorable. <laughs> 
But yeah, it's Speaking like. Speaking of adorable. What do you, oh no, you bring no, you're bringing the holy terror, the little terror out. Oh yeah. Oh god, she's bringing them out. <sighs> anyway, yeah, it's just I'm I'm torn. Um, I think at this point, again, I'm expecting Obi Wan to have obliterated her entire family or killed her lover on the wedding day, even if it's accidental. <laughs> I'm assuming that's probably how it's going to be. There was a Clone Wars or so, whatever the fuck or whatever, and her family got killed, and that's why she has it out for Obi Wan. I'm I'm trying here, guys. I'm trying, um, but oh god, here we go. Oh yeah. Oh, you bring gravy out. Hello, Ladoof. Gravy Ladoof. Ladoof. <laughs> Hello, gravy. Ladoof. What's going on, little man? Feed me. He was sleeping. Yeah, bad. Uh, but again, I, I I get it. Disney's doing Disney's doing their thing. It's so bright. They're they're making up their own story, doing whatever they want with the lore. Uh, I just I just I don't know. I don't know. At this point, oh hold on a second. See, I'm telling you guys, I could be wrong on this, but I'm sure he will get his will to be back to prime. I hope so. I hope so. I I don't want this show to suck. I want it to be good. Um, And everybody, I've seen a lot of positive reactions to episode three. A lot of people love three because they're like, oh, episode three is fire. You know, because you got Vader there. I mean, it's hard to boo Vader. You know, oh, the Vader episode sucked. It's kind of hard to do that because it's Vader. Uh, But it just it it just feels something feels off, and I can't explain it yet until we finish the goddamn show. Once the show's over, at this point, we might as well talk about it. We might as well do another recap with yeah. the rest of the episodes for you guys and hang out with you badasses and talk about it. But yeah, as of right now, Rob hates the show. Rob mm-hmm. told me yesterday he fucking hates it. He's out. As of right now, <laughs> oh. Gravy hates the show too, <laughs> as of right now. So, um, uh, I, I guess, I guess, because we at this point, the show kind of introduced Reva as the main villain, but she's just trying to get in the good graces of Vader. So I yeah, guess because, Vader's the big baddie. But because yeah. everything has to be a big mystery, and we have to keep people watching. Yeah, and we can't know what people's motivations are and we have to keep people guessing right right we have to let people be one-dimensional and shit right right right. we can't know what her motivation is so we don't we have no idea what she's what she wants and what she's doing yet and so we're three episodes in with this cartoon fucking villain i'm just tired of these short seasons like you know you can have a 10 episode or more show it's okay and help flesh out the writing and the characters. Like, I hate it when they just chop, chop, chop and just rush it. And this is what you get. She's evil and that's it. <laughs> She's just evil. And she wants to be uh, the leader of the Inquisitors because they look down on her. And uh, she wants to be right, the Vader's secondhand woman. And then, I don't and know. then it's like, come on. And man. then half the time, the most of the time, the big reveal isn't even that big of a deal. No. Like, fucking. So you're saying I'm going to be disappointed. Like, fucking. I'm going to be disappointed. Like, fucking Moon Knight. Yeah. Like when we found out who like uh Moon Knight's story mm. when we finally figured out what Moon Knight and and his character Oscar Isaac's whole character 
you know, his double-sided, you know, his personality and what his whole story was. was. Deep psychological stuff. When we finally figured out, get it. When we finally figured out what his whole shtick was, it Uh was like, wow, I still don't care. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, if you want any more detailed uh, breakdown of what I think about Moon Knight. Uh, check out the action film autopsy episode number two. Yeah. Me and Rick Myers talk about Moon Knight. We, we talk about what we liked, what we didn't like. Most, so, if you're interested. Uh, but mm. let's see here. Uh, Rob says Reacher, Night Sky, Stranger Things 4, all good shows to invest your precious time in. Meanwhile, you just hate Star Wars, Rob. Meanwhile, my old ass is watching reruns of Cheers. <laughs> oh, my God. So I will say. Overall, our thoughts. Oh, uh, Gravy's not happy with the show, but overall, our thoughts are uh, on Obi Wan episode one to three. We're fine. You but like skeptical. You, li- you like how I I went from hopeful you, to you, skeptical you in like, one episode. You like that fine? How I changed it at the end there. We're fine <laughs> with it. <laughs> Basically. We don't love it, but we don't hate it to the point where we're angry, cursing, and ranting at the camera. But give it time. If the next three episodes don't deliver, uh, give it time. Uh, either You never know. We might be like, you know what? It actually turned out all right. Thank God. Yay. We might be like that. Or we'll be like, well, this was just as bad as Moon Knight. But it's Disney. <laughs> Ah, God. Well, yeah, that's, I guess we're just in the middle. We don't love the show. Uh, We don't hate it as much as we hated Boba Fett. We're like right there in the middle. So, um, yeah, that's it. Anything else? Uh, I'm done. You're done? (laughs) Hey, it's been a while since we hung out with all you badasses. I've got a kitten to feed. Oh, you got to, that's the time to wrap it up. Hey, you guys rock. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us on a Saturday and hearing us talking about movies and TV shows and all that stuff. I said TV because I'm old. I don't give a fuck at, at this point. Everybody blood dance. Oh, oh. Everybody blood dance. Bollywood blood dance. Uh, Bollywood blood dance, baby. Uh, Bollywood blood dance. What? Bollywood blood dance. <laughs> hey, we love you guys. Hey, if you're new here, hey, thanks for watching, hanging out with us, Knuckleheads. Uh, like, share, and subscribe, all that good stuff. We'll see you guys uh, real soon on another episode. You guys rock. You guys are all badasses. Keep being yourselves. Keep being sexy. That's right. Keep watching movies, enjoying yourselves. Enjoy life. That's right. Have fun with it while you're here. All right, guys. Take care. And uh, say, Gravy going to say goodbye to everyone? Say goodbye to Gravy. You going to hold the ring and camera? Oh, he'll whine. All right, that's it. As far as you can. Hey, you guys rock. Uh, Stay tuned for more awesome content. Uh, We love hanging out with you badasses. Take care, guys, and we'll see you on the next one. Fingers crossed for (sighs) Obi-Wan. Bollywood blood dance. Bollywood blood dance. What? Bollywood blood dance. Right.